1: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is episode five. Okay, so we went to two times a week and it could have, this could be possibly the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. It is 1157 p.m. Thursday night. Tomorrow is Friday. This should be released in a couple short hours. It has been a crazy day on top of a crazy week. I recorded a little intro yesterday, which I'll play for you in a second, but so much has happened that I'm redoing the intro. It is quite a show that we have for you today. It might not be as heavily produced as the first couple episodes with sound clips and the such, but let's see how this goes. I'm drinking a lot of coffee right now. And um, I've come off a long day of podcasting and working and all that stuff, but that's not. Any of your concern, we're here to have fun, have a blast. As any, uh, as I've been saying, um, even if it's five of us listening, it is much more than that. I want this to be kind of like a clubhouse. We're talking to each other. That's the vibe. So, welcome. If this is your first time listening, thank you for giving this a shot. Um, Today actually is a great day. Um, So, today, when you might be hearing this, or this weekend, we have Uh, We have been blessed with uh, season eight of the Vanderpump Rules, their trailer or their teaser trailer came out today. If you are interested in my thoughts on that teaser trailer, please listen to Sexy Unique Podcast with Laura Marie Shane Hall. She was on episode two. She is the queen of podcasting and a really good friend and really funny. And I had a blast breaking down that trailer. So I'm not going to do that here, but I will say... On this Tuesday's episode, um, I already recorded a podcast with one of my really good friends, Hannah Brown, who does Brown Eyed Unicorn. We went over all things Vanderpump in thoughts that we were going to get the Vanderpump Rules trailer in like two weeks. So we kind of went over what we thought this next season might be might hold, but we also went over Jax Taylor stuff all of his tweets, um, cause he, he went off this week and he did some homophobic stuff. So we talk about that on this Tuesday's episode. Um, so if you're interested in any of that Vanderpump rules stuff, shut this off, go to a uh, sexy unique podcast. Okay. Did you listen to sexy unique podcast? Great. I'm glad you're back. So let's start the show over here. You guys just heard Melania, and when I say Melania, there's only one Melania, not Melania Trump, Melania Giodici, Joe and Teresa's uh, uh, little girl. And she is all grown up. She's a rapper. I actually legitimately love that song. That is So Bad It's Good. And if you love So Bad It's Good, go um, subscribe to the Spotify playlist. That song is on it. And you can actually add songs yourself if you want. Um, We do have a new segment on this show. And the segment is, it's kind of like a congratulations segment or a hell yeah segment. And I want to add, so I want to kind of like just really give a quick shout out to a couple people that I know listen to the podcast and that um that I actually follow on Instagram through the podcasts and podcasts I've done and I've grown to be fans of theirs in um certain ways But I want to give a huge shout out to Mandy uh, Weininger. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, She's Amanda Mary Kay on uh, Instagram. But she has always been a really great supporter of uh, mine and podcasts that I do. But she is pregnant, her and her husband. And she announced on Instagram this week. And I just thought that was so cool. Um, And uh, they've already named their baby uh, River. And that, uh, her baby is coming in February of 2020. So I thought that was so exciting. So congratulations to you and your husband. Um, that is just so neat. And on that same kind of tip, I want to, uh, I want to wish a very happy birthday to Whitney Kessler. I know she is one of our listeners as well. Um, her husband reached out today and her husband, I love Ian, Um, he's great. They both love reality shows. They both listen to the podcast, but he reached out today to wish her a happy birthday. I was happy to do it. Happy birthday, Whitney. But what's great about Ian, Ian got blocked by Jax Taylor this week. And you know, this show is all about people that get blocked by Jax. So he got blocked by Jax today because I talk a little about a little bit about this on Sexy Unique podcast, but Jax discovered the Holocaust this week. Um, you know, and he discovered it through a Netflix documentary. And, um, you know, Jax was enraged about what America did and how they let Nazis in during a certain period of time. And not a lot of this was true. And I don't think that, um, Jax really picked up on exactly what that documentary was putting down. But Ian very clearly stated to Jax in a tweet that, um, you know, that he was, you know, he misunderstood. And of course, in pure Jax fashion, uh, Jax was enraged and immediately blocked Ian. And I just, I mean, you just don't get, don't get better than that. Um, so Ian wrote to Jax, um, <laughs> Ian wrote to Jax, the entire space program in NASA would not have existed if not for Werner Von Braun, who was in the documentary That's Nazi you are referring to, by the way. That's the Nazi you are referring to, by the way. And Jax wrote, I don't give a fuck. Americans should have just worked harder, you sick fuck. Are you trying to justify this? And then Ian wrote, wait, did the guy who openly abuses his girlfriend, actually every woman in his his life, just try to call me a sick fuck? Never justified anything. I was merely stating what the man did for America. So that right there is just exactly how Jax Taylor handles Twitter. It's, um, he seems to really, he handles it well. He's a very subtle guy. He doesn't react strong. But um, (laughs) anyways, it's just a pure Jax thing. But Whitney, I hope that doesn't take away from your birthday. I hope your birthday is not tainted at all by the fact that Ian, uh, your loved one, is now blocked by Jax. I just want to also remind everybody that I am not blocked by Jax. I also want to remind everybody that if anybody tries to snitch tag me in a tweet or tries to tell Jax, I will shut this podcast down immediately and I will move overseas. My goal, you know, I guess my only goal in life uh, at this point is to not be blocked by Jax. So um, happy birthday, Whitney. I hope this is your best year yet. Um, That was fun. And if anything is exciting happening for you guys, please email me. at so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. I really love, um, I love interacting with you guys. So, uh, what else, uh, I did record that podcast with Laura today. It was a blast. What we have for you today's show is great. Um, I have one of my best friends in my entire life, I've known her for close to two decades. One of the funniest, not just women I know, but one of the funniest people I know. And also I was thinking about this. I noticed how like, do you notice how I got to say that I think I have more women in my life that are way funnier than the men in my life. I don't know. I just... That's just a gauntlet thrown down, but this is one of the funniest people i've I know in my life. I can't wait for you guys to hear her and I think you can really hear our friendship in this conversation. You can really tell it's two people that know each other very well. We kind of speak in a weird shorthand and we are very disgusting with one another. so I want to warn you in advance this is not me being kind of polite and stuff like that. this is us being too foul foul people that love reality shows and I love Susie Henschel. So I think, I hope you guys will love her as well. And I hope she will be a regular on this show. So what I was just reading before I started this, uh, I was shoving down a Shake Shack burger because I have no self-control anymore and I'm just trying to get sustenance so I can keep this full schedule of podcasting. But, um, I just read in Us Weekly. Now, this is a a story I talked about last week about Megan King Edmonds and Jim Jim Edmonds. Um, They, you know, there was a whole cheating scandal, and we're kind of in a weird space where I'm not sure exactly what's happening, but Us Magazine is reporting uh, their headline is Police Question Megan King Edmonds' Ability to Care for Her Children After Night Out Drinking. What a headline. So, this uh, article reports. Police questioned uh, Megan King Edmonds' ability to care for her three children after she arrived home from a night out on Wednesday, November 6th. A source told told us exclusively on Thursday, Megan came home from being out with friends, friends, and she had a couple glasses of wine. It was the first time Jim stayed at her house and put the kids to sleep since he filed for a divorce, so she met up with with friends. She did not drive. The source continued, she was washing her face— By the way, that's great. I got to always, I have a list of things to do every day and washing my face is on that list. And it's, I don't know how you ladies do it because I, it's a real struggle. I try to wash my face every night, but sometimes you're just, you hit the bed and you're just so tired and you're like, you can't imagine getting up to wash your face. But anyways. The saint that she is, she's washing her face when she heard someone knock around 10:30 p.m. An officer was there with Jim and told her Jim said he was worried she couldn't care for their kids. According to an eyewitness, how many people are at this house at 10:30 at night? The officer asked Megan if she felt comfortable and capable of taking care of Aspen too and 17-month-old twins Hayes and Hart, whom her estranged husband Jim Edmonds had been watching that evening. Megan replied, of course, yes, exclamation point. In your personal opinion, do you think that I'm in any way incapable of taking care of my three little baby children who are totally desperate for a parent? First off, that completely sounds like Megan King Edmonds. Second off, whoever the source is, like has a steel trap for a memory because that that's like a full sentence to remember. After the policeman repeatedly told the Bravo alum that he doesn't know her, he concluded that she was Okay. Quote, right now, my opinion is that you are fit enough to take care of your children tonight, and that's all that I'm concerned with, the officer said. Per the eyewitness, Jim 49 was outside while his estranged wife was talking to the police. The former baseball player accused Megan of cheating on him with the man who dropped her off at their home. What? A second source? Once again, how many people are at the house this late at night? A second, are the kids eyewitnesses? A second source added that Jim offered to sleep on the couch for the night and Megan rejected that offer. Megan was appalled, an insider told us. She has never been anything short of a fantastic mother. Jim revealed to us exclusively on Thursday that he did call the police, but only to help. I did not call the police on my wife, he said. I called the police to protect the situation and make sure there were no further issues. Despite the encounter only lasting a few minutes, an insider said Megan had never been so humiliated in her life. I've got to take umbrage with that last statement because Megan has been plenty embarrassed. First off on being on Real Housewives of Orange County. Second off on all the cheating that Jim Edmonds has done on her. I think that's a really, it's a great deal of embarrassment, but you know what? Maybe this for her was the greatest embarrassment, but my God, you guys. This seems to be getting worse. I mean, Jim is calling the cops on her. They're in a real tit-for-tat situation. I do not have a good feeling for this, so let us keep our eyes on this and let us really, really watch this. Ugh, I just, I don't, I really don't like, I don't like this, you guys, and I'm scared. I'm scared where this will wind up. Um, okay, so, um, I do want to cover one more story before we get into this intro and then we get into Susie. And just so you know, me and Susie, we were going to cover 90 day fiance, but I did notice with the season premiere, it was great. It was great, but it wasn't so exciting because you're getting to know all the characters and we even haven't introduced all of the characters that'll be in this next episode. So I'm going to wait until this Sunday's episode to cover that a little bit more because I have a couple interviews with the new cast members I want to play, but also it just, you know, it was two hours and there was about 30 minutes of content and I really liked it, but what I liked about it, uh, Kate Casey said this, and I thought this was great, is that you really get the sense with this season is that they're not Instagram ready. They're not celebrity ready. You get the sense that these are real people and they've not been caught up in any kind of fame yet, nor do they seem like they're seeking fame yet. Um, before the 90 days and some of those people, it really like Angela and Michael, it, it seems really out of hand and they're very, it's very sensational. And this, uh, this new season, I feel takes a step back and in a way, I think that's really good and will really save the rest of the season. Uh, and I think it make it a really good one. So I'm going to wait a second to cover that. So me and Susie go into Real Housewives of New Jersey's season premiere, and we also go into a little bit of Real Housewives of Dallas this week. I got to tell you guys, I have such a crush on Stephanie from Dallas and uh, Deandra, 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 <clears throat> and Mama D followed So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey on Instagram today, and that was very validating. <laughs> That's so sad. I'm I'm an old I'm an old person. I'm an old boy, and I'm very excited that Mama D followed my podcast, Instagram account. So anyways, if you guys don't follow it, please follow it. So bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. I post a lot of uh, stupid, funny stuff on there and it's an automatic follow back you guys. So it's, it's super easy. I did want to touch on this story really, really quickly. And, and uh, I, you know, it's one of those things that you read and you're just like, there's no way I'm reading this correctly, you know. There's just no way. So here is uh, here is this headline: The rapper Ti said he goes to gynecologist with 18 year old daughter to check her hymen.
0: Yes. Not only have we had the conversation, <laughs> we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. Oh, you. <laughs> Do you go? With her prison, yes, uh. I, yes, I go with that. So we'll go. You know what I mean? I say, Deja, they want you to sign this. <laughs> they want you to I'm sign, sign this, this, this right now. I need to know if so, your husband's still there. So we can uh, share information. Do <laughs> so you have is there anything? Is there anything that you would not want me to know? Oh, okay. See, Doc, ain't no problem.
1: That um, that that is a uh, that's quite a that's quite a headline. So the Washington Post even picked this story up, uh, but I first saw it on the Daily Mail, of course, the one and only. Um, So, yeah, rapper T.I. takes his teenage daughter to the gynecologist each year to check if her hymen is still intact, quote unquote. He said during a podcast release Tuesday that has since been deleted. T.I., whose real name is Clifford Joseph Harris, Jr., detailed aspects of the examination while appearing on the Ladies Like Us podcast. When the conversation turned to parenting and quote-unquote the sex talk, the rapper invoked his 18-year-old daughter, (laughs) I'm going to withhold her name because she needs no further embarrassment. He said, right after her birthday, we celebrate. Then usually like the day after the party, she's enjoying the gifts. I put a sticky note on the door, tomorrow, 930, he said. I mean, why, why bring sticky notes into this? Um, Harris's annual trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen began after her 16th birthday, he said. Some ple oh my God, I can't, this is, I can't believe I'm doing Some people believe that the hymen, a thin membrane located at the opening of the vagina remains intact until a woman has sex. This false indicator of virginity has been debunked by medical experts and human rights organizations have called virginity testing both unnecessary and harmful for women. Do you hear that T.I.? Continuing his story, T.I. said his daughter's doctor requires her to sign a waiver allowing him to see the results of her examination. He says, so we'll go and sit down and the doctor will come and talk. And the doctor's maintaining a high level of professionalism, T.I. said. He's like, well, you know, sir, I have to, to share information. I'm like, daughter, they want you to sign this so we can share information. Is there anything you would not want me to know? C-Doc ain't no problem. The rapper indicated his daughter's gynecologist also explained other ways a hymen can become stretched open, such as riding a bike, horseback riding, or other physical activities. I say this is ti. I I say, look, doc, she don't ride no horses, she don't ride no bikes, she don't play no sports, man. Just check the hymen, please, and give me back my results expeditious, expeditious. expeditious uh, expedient expeditiously. Ex, let's just act like ti doesn't know how to say it either he added i will say as of her 18th birthday her hymen is still intact guys i mean there is so much to worry about in this world today And the fact that we have to worry about T.I. and his family now, T.I. and Tiny, they've been reality stars themselves on a VH1 show. But guys, I don't have enough worry to worry about T.I. and his daughter and Hyman's and things like that. Did we know that T.I. was this stupid and this crazy and this harmful to his own family? That is scary as shit, you guys. So please, if anybody is around T.I., please educate him protect his daughter. I wish all of them well, but you guys, I mean, that is a story that I read and I was like, is this the onion? It was not the onion. Wow. Okay guys. And now this, I'm going to take it back to what I recorded yesterday, which is sort of an intro again. Oh man, we're having fun. Aren't we? Here we go. I did another three-hour episode on Tuesday. You probably still have not even listened to the earlier episodes, so hopefully these are put together in a way where you can enjoy them at any time. Um, I do want to ask right up front, if you are enjoying the show, please tell a friend. If they have the same sense of humor you do, if you think they'll enjoy it, please tell somebody about this. We we need you. I mean I need you. Actually, the numbers are so great, but I do want I really like this. I want to grow this. Um, and I just have a really good feeling when I do this. So I want to keep doing it. I am not going to make today's episode two and a half hours, I swear. It is eight o'clock on Wednesday morning. I go in late to work on Wednesdays, so I'm recording from my bed. And um this is kind of nice. I feel like I will eventually end up as just one of those bedridden people. Um hopefully with a roof over my head. But, um, if you hear any background noise, that's just like school trucks going and things like that. So I apologize for that, but yeah, tell a friend also, uh, leave a five-star review. If you can subscribe, all of that stuff. It really helps. I think, especially in these opening weeks, trying to get placement, trying to get people to see what we're doing here, that we're trying to do something a little bit different. Um, and I hope you're enjoying it. I've gotten so many responses that a lot of you are. So thank you so much for that. um, Okay, so I want to touch on a couple things right up top. First off, guys, I apologize about that Tamra dream. I've heard a lot about that. I did say I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to. I also want to say that was a nightmare. It wasn't a dream. I might have misspoke about that. But what I wanted to speak about, I said, you know, I woke up this morning and I was like, I need to get this out of my mouth immediately because I just need it out of my brain. I think it's been in a lot of our brains since yesterday. So, oh, I just—I'm shivering thinking about talking about it. But okay, there is a ex-husband of a Orange County housewife, Mr. David Bedore. Now we know Shannon Bedore. I'm not—you guys know—I am not a fan of Shannon Bedore. Shannon Bedore scares me in many many ways. Her cream cheese salmon that she makes for her food line scares me. The way she pushes her daughters scares me. The way she thinks she's into 80s rock and roll. Poison,
2: baby. Woo.
1: That whole kind of thing just scares me. And it's, I don't know. It's deep seated. But, and I always like, there was a part of me that felt bad for David Bedore, a part of me in the earlier seasons when I just saw how miserable he was. But then they both seemed so miserable together. Do you guys remember in one of their first seasons when they went to a hotel to celebrate some kind of anniversary and Shannon had to like pound vodka to have sex with him? It was one of the darkest moments I've seen in reality TV. But anyways, regardless, David Bedore, he has grown his hair out. His hair looks extra greasy. He is dating a lady named Leslie Ann Cook. And Leslie Ann Cook, you know, I don't know what is going on this week. I mean... Carol Radzewill with her vibrator necklace and now this it is I mean we are truly in the end of days people I, we are truly we're almost there but um, she posts on Instagram you know you're scrolling through Instagram everything's fine it's just a normal day and then all of a sudden there's like a picture of the woods and like if you're not wearing your glasses you know it just looks like woods with like something in the middle there I think it might be a person and then if you look closer you said, well, you know what? That looks like a bear ass. That looks like a white bear ass. That looks like two people holding each other with shoes and socks on. Now, what this is, Leslie and Cook posted a picture of her and David. And the caption is, beauty is in the eye of the be, quote, hold her, unquote. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. The old phrase, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. By David Bedore, hashtag refugio. In maggio, I'm going to pause for a second. If anybody wants to pull their car over and vomit, I I fully support that. I have my stomach is so queasy; it is not settled. I've not been able to eat for a day. So she posts that picture, and then there's a second picture where she's like by like some kind of barn or something. Like she they're naked again pressed up against some kind of barn wall. I mean, I'm all for love. I love love. I think I want to believe in love. But what two people decide about their love story, I think Instagram needs to have very strict rules when it involves nudity and that love story. Like, I do not need to see David Bedore in a warm embrace with his, I mean, the second photo, her boobs look like, I I just, I think they're just enormously fake, maybe. I don't know. But she's also wearing her glasses. They're once again wearing their shoes and socks, which is, I mean, good for them. You don't want to scrape your feet, you know. But that just can't be good. And it's like a far, it's like a woods area, like mosquitoes and things. It is just revolting. But on top of it, they both, David Bidor and his lady, both have children. Now, we know the Bedore children very well. I highlighted them on episode three, Dreamcatcher, with Laura Marie Shane Halls. Um, They have one of my favorite songs, Dreamcatcher. I'm going to play that right here. And I just can't imagine what those Bedore girls go through when they see something like this. What I'm hoping is that they put this pain directly back into their music. I think we get a hit single out of this from the Bedore girls. I don't know about that other ladies, but you know, it's just keep it to yourself. You guys, whatever you want to do, freaky deaky in your bedroom, I am all for don't need to hear about it at all. Definitely don't need to see it. I mean, this is just fascinating. I mean, what goes through somebody's mind? I mean, what goes through my mind when I like, I post the same, like I hike Runyon Canyon and I always post like this picture at like a certain point in the hill because I think it's really pretty. And if you go in my Instagram, I like I, re, I I post a different one of these like it seems like every three months that like I mean I struggle with posting that again and again like I, I'm like, is this too much? I cannot fathom what goes through Miss uh, uh, Miss uh, Leslie Ann Cook what goes through her mind going,
2: you know what maybe
1: today's a good day to post these nudes. It's it also leads me to believe maybe she wants a little bit of attention maybe. She's aiming to be on a reality show herself because I believe these pictures got removed at a certain point or she deleted because then she reposted with the Orange, Real Housewives of Orange County orange over David bedor and hers butts. And uh, it was a little tease, but is she gunning for a shot on the housewives? Is she gunning for that? I mean, good luck, lady, because you already discussed me. So maybe you're going to belong there because, guys, we talk about this Who Real Housewives of Orange County this season is disgusting. She fits right in. I mean, we're talking about running trains on Kelly Dodd. I mean, we—it we, it is so gross. I watched last night's episode, and Tamara really stuck her, you know, foot in it. And um, good, good. I, I don't. It just it's, its just a weird show. Sometimes I feel like they need to break shows up completely and just start from scratch again. There is no shame in realizing we need to start from scratch. It might be refreshing. Um, so that is David Bador. You guys please uh go to my Instagram at so bad, it's good with Ryan Bailey if you want to see these pictures. If you dare to see these pictures, they're there. But also follow me on Instagram if you like. A lot of weird things get uh posted on there. Cause I was imagining if they're in the woods and like imagine if Bigfoot existed and then Bigfoot walks by them and is like,
3: these are my woods. Rawr.
1: And he's just crying because he's just seen something so disgusting and something so outrightly outlandish. (sighs) Oh, I can't believe it's this early. Um, also a lot of you, some of you guys reached out to wish me luck on my Lowe's commercial callback. And guess what you guys, it worked. I booked the Lowe's commercial. I actually booked the Lowe's. I'm the husband in a new Lowe's commercial and I shoot next week. So a huge thank you guys for, you know, I'm going to just consider this show and you guys a good luck charm. Um, Okay. Also, I wanted to really quick announce, I woke up to the news that Camille Grammer has signed back up for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I believe they they were already shooting. So the sh- I'm hearing rumors that the season is not going so well. So I wonder if this is in addition to to kind of spice up the season. But me and Danny had talked at one point about how Bad Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has been for a couple seasons, and he predicted that this season, the upcoming season, was going to be just as bad. So hopefully they are taking steps to rectify that situation. Also, I wanted to take a moment up top to talk about, um, this is going to be the first year for BravoCon, the Coachella of our favorite network. So BravoCon takes place November 15th through 17th in New York they finally announced their schedule this week after so many months of people wondering what it was going to be. The tickets sold out immediately. There was, I heard so many rumors like the three day tickets sold out within like 30 seconds. It just seemed not right at all. And then the single day tickets went on sale at like a more expensive price. Of course, I believe it is completely sold out now. Um, I saw some StubHub tickets, uh, for an insanely high price. It's very frustrating though, to not really know how those tickets work and, um, the only, I, I mean, there might be a surprise. I might be there. I don't know if you do see me there, uh, say congratulations. <laughs> How did you get here? But I would love to go. I'm not sure if I will be. Um, but, um, but the weird thing about Bravo is that it, it's not just in one location. So say like comic con in San Diego, it's in one gigantic, um, space and, the BravoCon is in like three or four different locations um, including like the shows like Luann's doing a show at uh, a concert hall. DJ James Kennedy is doing a DJ party somewhere, but it's not all in one space, which is kind of frustrating. I would imagine if you are having to, you know, take cabs or Ubers 10 minutes away for everything. But I thought some of the, um, some of the things, the, uh, the scheduling I thought was some of uh, was interesting so, like, on Friday, November 15th at 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., uh, you have a Bravo All-Stars OG Housewives edition. Participants include Adrian Maloof, Andy Cohen, Caroline Manzo, Gian Kiao, Jill Zarin, Kim Zolciak-Beerman. And, uh, of course, Andy is moderating that. Who doesn't want to see that? I hope, I hope, I hope that they record all of these things and make specials of them to put on Bravo or put them on the Bravo app. I've always said that Bravo should be a like an HBO go where it's its own thing and we pay for every access to every season of every Housewives. We get watch what happens live, we get exclusive content. Um, I believe it should be its own standalone uh, uh, app that we can go to at any time. I would love to have every, every Housewives show, every other spin-off Bravo show, that involves reality on one app. But I think this would be a great place to kick something like that off. So I'm sure if they're smart, they are, um, they're going to do that. There's like photo ops. Um, They don't tell with who, but they're all over the place. Um, They have bring, sorry, I'm going to sneeze. No, I'm not. I hate that when you do that. (laughs) Okay. They have bring it to the runway with Christian Siriano from project one runway. Uh, This says, a one-man show, but make it fashion. Watches Christian Siriano sketch <sighs> oh, oh, I'm so sorry, you guys. Watches Christian Siriano sketches original haute couture. How do you say haute couture? How? Uh, guys, I'm sometimes just not a woman. Haute couture designs before your very eyes, and discusses the much-anticipated upcoming new season of Bravo's Project Runway, moderated by Claire Summers of Fashion Bomb Daily. Um. We have a million-dollar listing. Here's the deal. I'm not a fan of million-dollar listing, guys. I don't know if you are. Southern Charm, Mind Your Manners. Uh, We have a panel with Austin, Cameron, Craig, Catherine, Patricia, and Shep. Um, Wow. I noticed Patricia's son is not involved in that. Uh, Whitney is one of my favorite people that I love to hate on any show. Now, this is exciting. Oh, we have a Below Decks Get Naughty. (laughs) Below Decks Get Naughty. It's N-A-U-T-I. That's cute. Um, It's Captain Lee, Captain Sandy, Colin, uh, Joao, and Kate Chastain. That that would be fun. A couple more photo ops. And then one of our favorites, Everything Iconic Podcast with Danny Pellegrino, Friday, November 5th, 445. Participants include Kelly Dodd and Margaret Josephs. I mean, that's wall-to-wall amazing how exciting they included Danny on this. That is so cool. Uh, You have Empire State of Wives podcast. uh, on Friday, November 15th. And that is uh, including Dorinda, Luann, Ramona, and Tinsley. I mean, that's these are all really cool. I would love to see these. Some of these are only 45 minutes, though, and I feel like they should be like eight hours long. They have an Atlanta one. They have a Top Chef dinner. Um, and then they have a live Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen uh, from 9 to 10.30, and that's going to be amazing. And that is at the Hammerstein Ballroom. And then Saturday... We have uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey, the Garden State dishes the dirt. Uh, participants include Dolores, Jackie, Jennifer, Margaret, Melissa, and Teresa. Teresa, and know what will be fascinating is I believe Teresa goes to Italy to see Joe this this uh, this weekend because I saw pictures of Joe and Teresa's dad, and that is, I mean, so we'll get to know the dirt at these. Uh, I mean, those questions will be asked, I'm sure. And uh, we'll get to hear more dirt about that. But isn't the relationship between Joe GODC and Teresa's dad, like their relationship. Remember how it was so tight. Remember the we went at the christening in Real Housewives of New Jersey when we saw Joe uh, and Joe, uh, Joe Junior, uh, Teresa's brother and then Joe GODC get into that huge fight at the christening over the dad. And it like said that the dad, you know, preferred Teresa's husband, Joe, and it set up this huge relationship that we still see in further seasons. But I wonder what that, I wonder what Teresa, if she feels pressure from her dad to stay with Joe. And I wonder how her dad treats Teresa, knowing that she's being accused of seeing other people while Joe was in prison. I always think there's a double standard for men and women. Of course, you ladies know this listening, but you know when joe cheated on teresa you know during the show when he was not even in prison all the time uh, you know a you know uh, a blind eye gets turned to it but when teresa does it i bet she gets way more shit about it than joe ever did and not that cheating i mean cheating's horrible with whoever you do it with whatever gender you are but it is got to be amazing that i bet she pays a higher price than joe ever has. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, that is like at this uh, Bravo con. You have an ask Andy panel, another below deck panel, uh, real housewives, OG panel. This one's with Kyle, Luann and Teresa. Ooh, that's good. Then we have a Tom, Tom takes Manhattan. Um, it's double Tom's learn how to stir tasty cocktails with Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz featuring a Q and a moderated by martinis and murder podcast ho- host Darren Karp. And this is the goal one day. I want to moderate. Man, i got to put this out there right now. I want to moderate a panel. Not even a BravoCon. I'll moderate a panel with anybody. If you guys have any panels needing moderated, I want to try it. That's on my vision board. Um, the only thing that's weird about this one, I notice it's only from one thirty to 2. It's 30 minutes. These guys can fill an hour easily. Um, other things. Oh, this is a huge one, you guys. This one's called Get Served with Vanderpump Rules 3.30 to 5.15. And the description, get this, it's not about the pasta, but it is about the premiere. Be among the first to see the season premiere of Vanderpump Rules, followed by a live panel with the entire cast. Ariana, Britney, Jax, Katie Maloney, Kristen Doty, Lala Kent, Sheena Shea, Stassi Schroeder, Tom Sandoval, Tom Schwartz. I am missing a DJ James Kennedy in this panel, so maybe he is... uh, Maybe he's off DJing one of his – no, because he has a 9 o'clock party he's spinning at in New York. So he should be part of this. I hope this is just a misprint. That is so weird if he would not be included in this. But they're – I mean, according to this, they're playing the whole premiere of the show. Wow. I am so jealous about this person. I thought they were just going to release the preview. Maybe – I mean, maybe that is they're just releasing the preview and this is a misprint. But if they are already showing the premiere – Man, I hope this leaks. I hope it leaks. Uh, you also have that night, BravoCon, Battle of the Sexes, moderated by Jerry O'Connell. Uh, Jerry is amazing. He is a Bravo-holic. So funny. Uh, this is with uh, Austin, Brittany, Jax, uh, Joao, Kate, Mercedes, uh, Mike. Oh, those guys are from um, uh, Shots of Sunset. Stassi Schroeder, Tinsley Mortimer, Tom Schwartz. Okay. Uh, we have a Daily Dish podcast. Um, and then, yeah, we have that after party with DJ James Kennedy spinning on Sunday. We have ask Andy, uh, Q and a with Andy. We have real housewives of, uh, orange County moderated by Amy Phillips for radio. Andy, we have Bronwyn, Emily, Gina, Kelly, Shannon, Tamara involved in that. We have, Oh, you guys, we have workout with Dorinda Medley 11 to 1145. Start your day with an invigorating aerobics class led by real housewives and cardio queen Dorinda Medley. That's amazing. We have basically Stasi from 1245 to 145. And by basically Stasi, we mean Stasi AF, a live show with the one and only Stasi Schroeder with special guest, her fiance, Bo. Okay. Um, uh, Fancy, AF, Fancy AF cocktails with Tom and Ariana. This is great. This will be Tom and Ariana, the hottest mixology couple on Bravo. Uh, this one, this uh, panel will be hosted by Danny Pellegrino again. Amazing. Uh, we have a Housewife to Housewife crossover crosstalk with Brandy Redman, Dorit, Jackie, uh, moderated by Jerry O'Connell, also Tamer Judges in that. Uh, we have a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills panel with Denise Richards, Dorit, Erica Girardi, Lisa Rinna, Ted- Teddy Mellencamp. Then we have a Men of Bravo panel with Austin, Craig, Jax, Reza, Tom, and Tom. And then as we get later in the night, a Below Deck. And then we have a Summer House party with the cast of Summer House. But some of the, I just don't get this, a summer house party and it lasts from 6.15 to 6.45. That just seems weird to me. And then, of course, all of BravoCon is ended with Luanne Countess's, Luanne's Countess and Friends cabaret show presented by Pepsi Rosé. Oh, my God. There's a Rosé Pepsi? I mean, that is the most disturbing thing of this whole BravoCon. Oh, that is so mad. Can you imagine? oh Anyway, so that is BravoCon. I wanted to go through that really quickly. I thought you might enjoy that. I really enjoyed reading that. You can also download, there's a BravoCon app. So even if you're not there, guys, you can feel like you're a part of the experience. If anybody is listening, like I said, I might be there. But if anybody has any just random extra tickets laying around, please reach out. We will party our balls off or whatever off. Okay, you guys. Also, also wanted a really quick mention up top. I believe I'll be on Kate Casey's podcast this week or next week. I watched a show for her, Welcome to Plathville, on TLC. It was a very new show. I recommend it, actually. It's crazy. It's about this, like, extremely blonde-headed family that um, are they're not exposed to any kind of technology. They're not Amish, but they're religious. They never specify what religion. They've never had caffeine, sugar. They don't know who Justin Bieber is. It is fascinating i highly recommend it but i also recommend if you haven't check out kate casey's podcast reality life with kate casey she is way 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 more popular and successful than i am so you might already listen but she does a great thing where she has three different guests break down new shows each week and it's a really cool format so hopefully i do good on that podcast and you guys are proud of me a lot of you have expressed Um, uh, that you like the bad dating stories I have and just bad stories in general, I've got another bad story for you today. I really don't seem to be running out of these, which is so, 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 so sad. Uh, This is actually not a dating story, but this is just a dumb story of something stupid I did. Um, So I grew up in Kansas. I moved to Arizona, and then I moved to LA. Now, I remember the night It was the night – no, two nights before I left for Los Angeles. And how our houses were set up, I think I've mentioned my best friend Dusty. He's like my older brother. He used to live right behind me. And I would just hop uh, this cement fence uh, in Arizona to get to his house. And I would just go over there and watch TV. And it was just like really like you know we'd both fall asleep on the couch watching TV. I'd wake up, I'd hop back over the fence, go home. So I remember it was two nights before I left for Los Angeles and it was one of the last times I was going to be see him. And I went over and watched like MTV or something like some real world or something I'm sure. And then I remember falling asleep over there and I was in a daze and I was moving to Los Angeles and my first job in Los Angeles was an extras casting director, which meant I casted all of like the extras or helped cast them for crowd scenes. Like if you see a like a scene in a movie and there's background people, those are actual people that are hired to be there and those people need to be cast. So that's what I was a part of. And it was actually a really fascinating job. I talked about it in the last week's episode a little bit with Jackie Johnson, but, um, so I had a job going out there, but it was still scary. I'd never, it was like my first, you know, going out after college and trying to, to make it. Um, and I was, I remember I was going to, it was right around the time of like one of the Austin Powers movies, and I was going to I had a tiny, tiny part in those movie, that movie. And so I was going out there with another job on top of it. I was gonna be on camera, which was so exciting. And I uh, I remember waking up and I went to hop over the fence and I was really tired, and I remember jumping. Off the cement. The cement fence was probably like, what are you? What are probably like seven to eight feet? You know, not not a big jump. But I just hop. You know, I gotten used to hopping over. But I hopped over, and my foot caught on the cement, the top of the cement, and I fell. And all of a sudden, my neck slams down on something. Something breaks my fall. And what I realize it is, I mean, this is pitch black. It's like two in the morning. They're coming to get me. They're coming to get me. No. Um, It is pitch black, two in the morning, and I realize I have impaled myself. I have impaled my neck. Something has gone through my neck. I've killed myself. Like, these are my thoughts. I'm like, I'm dazed, and I'm like, I just, what it was was my dad had planted, like, we had, like, in Arizona, nothing rose, but we had these, like, gravel backyards with a pool, and it was, like, gravel, every not gravel, but, like, red rocks, and, like desert plants, but he had planted a new one and he had, you know, like, I guess there was like a six foot stick or something that held the little tree up while it grows. You know, I, my neck slammed down on that stick. Oh my God. I'm so sorry about all this. Somebody must be getting majorly arrested. Okay. My neck slammed down on that stick and with such force that it broke the stick. But I don't realize that at the time. All I realize is that I've impaled myself. In my head, the stick has gone through my neck na- like i'm this cuz i can i can feel wetness i can feel wetness which i'm assuming is not slobber i'm assuming that is blood i know it's so nasty so i stumble in cuz my parents i'm at my i'm like oh my god i have to i have to go wake my parents up and tell them i killed myself like because i'm like i have moments to live like i really don't know what's happening i'm just stumbling around the backyard i'm i'm just in such a daze and i'm my thoughts in my head it's our like, you idiot, you knew this is how you'd go out. You would kill yourself. You're such an idiot. You're such an idiot. Like, I'm totally, I'm totally badmouthing myself as I die. Like, you know, like, it is comforting to know that in my last moments, it'll be something of me going, you're such an idiot. You're such an idiot. And I was just tumbling around. I just imagined how upset my mom was going to be at me that I killed myself on one of their, like, you know, backyard, uh, you know, improvements. And I go, you know, I'm going to go take a look in the mirror first and, you know, get prepared. And I did, I stabbed my neck. It did not go through, but it created this huge scar. I mean, well not now it's a scar, but it's, it was like this huge gash on my neck. Um, and it was definitely bleeding, but I did not, it did not poke through my neck at all. It just was bleeding very badly, but not even badly where I needed to, you know, get a surgery or anything like that. Um, I did not. But I yeah, I snapped this thing completely off. If if I had done it any worse, I could have potentially died. Thank God I didn't. But uh, but the funny thing was, then I go to LA. And for the first two months in LA, I had this huge gash that eventually scabbed over. But imagine like seeing me and I feel like I'm one of those people that grew under their looks. So I was always like weird looking as a kid. I just had like a big kind of Afro-ish like hair and Um, Like I said in last episode, I looked vaguely like Screech, I think, in some pictures. But imagine Screech with a huge neck scar. It just was not the way to go to L.A. I was so embarrassed. And I have pictures. I'll try to find a picture of just me with this huge gash on. It was definitely not the welcome to L.A. moment that I wanted. But that is my idiotic story of the week. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Okay, we are up to a segment I am very much looking forward to. This is my good, good friend, Susie Henschel. We used to have a podcast back in the day called Daddy Love Me. This was gosh, five or six years ago. And we used to just talk shit. We used to talk reality shows, but it was mainly about our friendship and how gross we are together. And just, she had the best, craziest stories. So I, she actually comes out with a podcast. She comes out with a podcast uh, in December, I believe it's going to be called Perpetual Crisis um, slash neurotic nonfiction. Uh, Her name is Susie Henschel. And like I said, one of the funniest people that I know. I hope you enjoy this interview. Please, if you do, subscribe to our podcast. In December, she will be back on the show. So, guys, I just um, I, I explained who I'm talking to, but um, I am talking to one of, if not my best friend, and, and I've known her for close to two decades now, which is crazy, but also. Her love of reality shows is unparalleled, and she is going to be a friend of the show. I I, I hope she will come on multiple, multiple times. So I want to
4: be like stuttering John, sort of. <laughs> but I don't stutter.
1: No. So, guys, this is going to be kind of probably rambling because we're both um, not loudmouths, but we just have so much history. Yeah, and we
4: get excited.
1: That it will go into different directions. We're supposed to be recapping 90 Day Fiance, Real Housewives of New Jersey, and Real Housewives of Dallas. But it's going to kind of go all over the map because 90 Day Fiance, it turned out to be a little more. It
4: was like an exposition episode. Oh, actually, let me. Th- Susie Henschel. Hi. Gosh, this is Susie Henschel. Hi, guys. Hi.
1: I think you're going to fall in, in love with her quickly. And yeah. uh, I'm shocked she is not more known. Send right nudes. Now. Hear that soothing voice.
4: Send nudes.
1: <laughs> you keep... Wait, I actually talked about this on last week's episode. And you actually, we talk about this all the time. We were talking about dick pics.
4: I've been getting them again recently. No, you've been getting them a lot in your whole life. I know.
1: But I said that girls don't like to get dick pics. Well, I got a lot of viewer uh, response or listener response saying they don't like to get unsolicited. Yeah,
4: they don't like to get unsolicited dick pics.
1: So do you like... I don't. Sol- well, I don't. You don't. Solic- I don't. I don't. I'm not saying you solicit dicks, but dicks,
4: no, no, no. Dicks. I do, but it's usually not in a very friendly way. It's You're usually like, show so- me that dick. No, it's usually no. Yeah, show it or I'll kill you. <laughs> no, it's like show me, show me, so I can like laugh and show no, it my yeah. friends. Well,
1: well, I mean, so I, look at his dick. But I did get a lot of girls saying that they like to get. Dick pics just well, got unsolicited.
4: Dick pics. Sometimes you're seeing I'm also the my merch. Sometimes so. you're. I'm sorry. I'm seeing sorry. Seeing the merch. That's interesting. So you're seeing, seeing, seeing the, the merch.
1: merch. So, would you want to see the merch before you actually would hook up with a guy? Because I feel like that's
4: if I really liked a guy, it wouldn't matter. Exactly
1: right. Yeah. I'd if I and if I that.
4: was and if I was like really just in it for like hooking up, then maybe I would. But I'm not really like that. I you're like, not
1: a size queen. No, you're an emotional size queen
4: um yes
1: emotionally you want a guy with a big heart
4: a, yes and a, and a, yes and a medium
1: organ and also what i hear with girls is that i want a
4: guy with a big heart and a jet
1: <laughs> uh, pj <laughs> what i do hear is that it can be too big though like yeah. girls like just like it just now oh, this is so sick already i'm so sorry this is your introduction we're already like 10 minutes that's how
4: it rolls hey welcome this is how this we is... roll I'm drinking magnesium right now because I'm constipated and
1: I'm drinking white wine and that is completely true. She <laughs> really is drinking magnesium. Um, real quick, you were actually the person that got me started watching Vanderpump rules. Um, no, for real. you talked about this show and I said you're an idiot, I don't want to lie. I try tried... I said I watched I don't think
4: up... you called me an no, idiot.
1: I would never because I'm scared of Susie, but I would never. I said, I would never watch that show that is so dumb. I watched five minutes of it. And
4: now you watch it and I don't. Oh, I watch it. I barely I, watch I, it.
1: I mainline that. Thing yeah, I know. Bench.
4: I know. You um, like you like know all of them. There's a kitten Susie running around so is, you hear the bill, You hear the little bell. Susie is house sitting, not a house sitting. Day, I have a house guest and it's a kitten. Yeah. And it's not going to, it's going to stay. Here. <laughs> so I don't really plan on giving it back. I like him.
1: But Susie has an extreme level of reality shows like I do. You've watched Real Housewives of Dallas, Real Housewives of New Jersey. And ninety day fiance religiously,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and what? love after lockup. Do you? See, talk I've a-
1: never done love. Oh, I've never even seen it. Right. I hear it's amazing. Oh, right. Is this it, season
4: wasn't as good, but last season was. Uh, it was like it was like the it way made you
1: believe in love after lockup. It made
4: me believe in staying alive. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> it kept the gun out of my mouth.
1: <laughs> wow, super intense for a, a weekend show.
4: No, um, it's it's lo- honestly Love After Lockup. It's really good. Is it an hour, it's worth hour or a, a half hour? I reckon it's an hour. I reckon, I I
1: reckon,
4: reckon it's an hour. It's it for that kind
1: of plot character development.
4: And, um, and it's wonderful. I mean, it's... I'm really... Oh, wait, is there any way to take that bell off? Yeah, or you, you can ask? try. She really... He... I can He's gender fluid, so we just kind of try not to address <laughs> hey, it. But He yeah. won't really let me do it, but he hates it. It's kind of... Um, it's charming. It's charming.
1: No, it's charming. I just don't know if it's Come here, Mango.
4: A- Mango. I know. It's time. It's
1: Mango. just because he's so little. I, no, know. I don't want him to run out and get in Beverly Hills somewhere.
4: I don't want someone rich and...
1: He winds up over at Tom Tom.
4: Yeah, he's, he's at the Polo Lounge <laughs> by the pool. Yeah, it's, it's
1: Robert Evans sent me here.
4: Uh-huh. Um, he looks like he'd get sunburned easily. There you go. Anyway, yeah, we, we both um. have a very strong affection for reality television.
1: Uh-huh. What is your opinion? I'll just do a really quick uh, Real Housewives of Orange County. How does it make you feel?
4: It This season makes me feel completely cringy. It yeah. is the most cringeworthy season I have ever seen, ever. Why do you think that is? Um, because I hate everybody on it. it? I don't like right, anybody right. on it. I'm not rooting for it. I'd like them all to die in a fire.
1: Wouldn't that be amazing if that's how they do in this season and they, they start? It would game?
4: redeem itself. I know. First of all, Gina and Emily are gross. Emily, I don't know why, but she grosses me out. But see, Emily, I feel like actually, and I has feel a bad heart. for
1: her. I feel like she's not like.
4: I think a, she's in love with Gina. Well, I think she's a weird thing for Gina. I think her husband's a tiny little douchebag. Well,
1: Shane is the biggest piece of shit I've seen in a long time, and also usually with like pieces of shit on Real Housewives husbands, they they there's a reason like they're that cocky. There's no reason why Shane should be cocky.
4: No, he's no. tiny, ugly, and he can't pass the bar.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's like, what is he, she keeps like saying he's, he's an amazing father. And how he's
4: Mormon. A, and he's not a
1: father. But how are you an amazing father if you're never there? She's like, the kids love him so and much. And what
4: about when they had that birthday dinner and he and she called him, like she was with his parents? Yeah. And he was like, I just feel like everyone's really... He's like, leave me alone. I'm studying. At her sexy dance in Vegas. Okay.
1: I mean, and by the way, Shane's dad was there for the sexy dance and he wasn't even there until the next day. And then he walks in with his new leather jacket and he's like, I'm going to impress. He's the kind of guy that thinks all of Emily's girlfriends like him. Yeah. He's like, God, they're all into me. It's insane. Yeah. It's so gross. He's
4: so gross. Wait, he's
1: Mormon. So do you think he wears the magic underwear?
4: I don't know. What are, I don't know what the Wait, magic underwear You don't know,
1: Mormons wear the magic underwear that's supposed to protect them if you get into a car crash or it's supposed to, you don't know that? the underwear, No. They wear white garments underneath all of their clothes.
4: I knew about white garments. I didn't know magic it, underwear well, that prevented It's not
1: called, ma- I'm calling them magic underwear because it, it would be get cool for,
4: if they called it that. some No, I really I went to Utah and I picked up these magic hey, gundies off the side hey, of the road. I
1: got some black market black, I got some black market uh I went numbers. on the
4: dark web and I got magic <laughs> gundies.
1: I know you're not Mormon but I got you a pair. I think it'll work. You're Catholic. Um uh Real Housewives of uh, Beverly Hills, what do you think?
4: I haven't watched it in a while because it hasn't been on, obviously. Well, but. no, 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 I didn't.
1: But last season. What did you think?
4: I wasn't that into it either. Yeah, I hated. I didn't. I, hated it. I, I. It was weird because it was the sa- it was the typical thing that always happens. Loved Teddy Mellencamp, Camp Van Mel, Teddy Cougar, blah blah. You first loved, season, I, okay. Second like, season, hated her, and it was the same a- with Lisa Rinna. Hated her. Lo- loved her first season. Hated her second. Season.
1: Exactly. The way these ladies dip, it's like they start so strong. They become
4: self aware.
1: Well, and also they 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 are told they're amazing by so many of the fan base. That they become so cocky with it that they can become disgusting.
4: Yeah. Disgusting. And, uh, du- you know, Dorit lives right over here. We've discussed that. I'm No. Yeah, unless they're out of that house. Well, but the house where they film is right on Sutton Place, which is right I don't think here.
1: they're fluid money-wise. Like, money-wise, I feel like they're... No, they're
4: fluid. bankrupt. He's yeah. a gambler. And he owes Vegas. You know, like, he's in trouble. PK looks disgusting to me.
1: PK looks like a giant baked potato with all the accoutrement. Like, all the stuffing.
4: To me he looks like a zit that's about to pop in the mirror and splat.
2: And he's just like And he oh, looks like he and he looks like he's
4: killed a hooker. But
2: multiple. He's
4: killed hookers, but those kids I who I used to make fun of because I'm mean and terrible are adorable. Jagger, Jagger. Oh, he just tried to jump on the table. It was really cute. And he just ate shit.
1: Mango. Um so yeah, Jagger is like actually no, Jagger has Grown to be my favorite character on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, if I'm to be honest. Yeah,
4: yeah. That
1: and the agency. The agency is like an unspoken character. The
4: agency they're trying to develop, I think, into its own show. If anybody
1: out there can get me an agency hat or a t-shirt, any kind of agency merch, that would be amazing. Can any
4: of you guys get agency...
1: Just tweet on, it, Ryan. Market, um, yeah. We'd like some black magic, I'll trade you magic underwear. Magic. Basically,
4: we're making a list of things we need if you want me to ever come back. And it consists of magic <laughs> well, undies. You, you have
1: to come back. So really quickly, I want to go into this week's Real Housewives of Dallas and Real Housewives of New Jersey season premiere. Let's start with Dallas. Now, you've watched all of Dallas, right? I'm quite a fan. This is my first season of Dallas. Oh, and I got to say, like, everybody's saying it's a bad season of Dallas, but maybe I'm just so desensitized and I haven't seen Dallas before that I'm really enjoying it.
4: I'm enjoying this season, actually. I, um, I liked the first season and this season. Can I say
1: that I think, and I don't know if this is just like me not seeing the other seasons, I've got a huge crush on both Deandra and Stephanie Hallman. Okay, huge question.
4: I'd like to address Deandra's butt. Deandra has the biggest butt. I have. I didn't realize until that episode where they went to Mexico and they were trying to do cartwheels that Deandra has a disproportionately huge ass. But God bless her, she's very pretty. I think she She had a facelift.
1: Speaking of that, though, I saw. Speaking of big butts, I saw. not Big Daddy Kane. Um, who I like big butts and I can not. I know uh, you went to
4: oh. Sir Mix a lot.
1: Yeah, our buddy Eris, he runs that place in Orange County, the Rose.
4: Oh, he does.
2: It's a
1: canyon. Yeah. yeah. So he played there. So we all like went to the ASU football That's game. That's really know, like sports, funny. But he's like, "Do you want to go to uh, Sir Mix a lot?" And we did. He was amazing. Um, Remember
4: when he was on the Real World and he was like working with some Aris musician? Sir Mix a lot. Eris oh, was Real, on
1: it. Real World Seattle. Yes. Yes. because yes. like, he's huge in the Seattle
4: Yeah, music sure, Mix-a-Lot's going to produce my new folk album, and ah. I remember we were like laughing so hard about it. But
1: by the way, on the first episode of this, I played something that you love a lot is David.
4: Come La- on, be my baby tonight.
1: Dabba di,
4: dabba I've seen the way you played with other folks before you. Come, Come on, on be, be my baby, my baby tonight. tonight.
1: Remember he had oh he had an anger problem. David,
4: a bit. yeah, so good. So I good. miss the Real World. The Real World like started it all.
1: Well, the thing is, they don't even MTV is so dumb, or they have some kind of plan, but they don't release those seasons. Like no. we couldn't, we we would have to get it on the black market again, the dark web, if we wanted to see all that. So I see, it's such a mistake. I. What. Oh, I was just making sure we were recording. We oh, <laughs> that, we, we've made that mistake.
4: Before, Oops! Right? Yeah, we've done that. Like, yeah. but we've realized like an hour in.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, hi, Mingo. okay. So, Real Housewives of Dallas this so, week was okay, Leanne's, Leanne's wedding. wedding. Yeah, yeah. And what is your opinion overall of Leanne?
4: Okay, I'm pe- I'm petrified of Leanne. I think she Why? is really scary. Okay. I think she is a very scary, very unstable person. I think she's very manipulative, but I see how she manipulates. She's poor. She plays up the white trash carnival shit. But she's also one of the most beautiful women I think I've ever she's seen. Stunning. I think she is absolutely, and her body is amazing. And she's
1: one of those uh, ladies that seem like they get better looking with age. Like, like it's, it's like she's, she's got already her neck. gorgeous. Did you notice
4: that the, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, no, in her testimonials later, she's had stuff done because her neck was starting to get a little bit.
1: How do ladies get good work as opposed to so much bad work that we see? How do you, I mean, is it just l- luck of the it's draw? It's luck of the
4: draw. It's who you go to. But sometimes you just luck out, like Demi Moore, Mary Steenburgen. We've talked about this. But how
1: are we supposed to, like... How does Dr. Paul Nassier from Botched...
4: Who I so- matched with twice on Bumble and Tinder. He's married now, do you know? Yeah. I hope you didn't
1: match recently.
4: No, it wasn't recent. Well, how does like somebody like he that... Never, he never wrote to me. <laughs> but how does somebody like that
1: get... Um do such amazing work supposedly, but then his own work is so scary.
4: He and his wife have this or he and Adrian have the same face. Well,
1: Adrian's not his wife anymore. No, right?
4: but his ex-wife, they have the exact same face. Like they have that so same like, color. I'll special. have what you're having. Yeah, I'll have them. I want us to look like twins. Um, um I don't know, but I told you I went to um Are you on Raya? We talked about No, Raya I know someone episode. on I know someone on Raya, though. Okay. I, I'm not into that. That sounds
1: yeah, I've never done a dating app. I don't think I ever would. That's like seems like just horrifying.
4: Yeah. I do it for uh, material, though. It's pretty funny. Well, you funny.
1: kind of consider Uber a dating app, too.
4: Though. No, I don't. Stop you, that. What, no, you, it only you, happened once. Yeah. you. Yeah. Although I recently... Um,
1: <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uber a dating app. That's good.
4: That is a good one. All right. That was good.
1: <sighs> Fuck. Okay, anyways, Leanne, you're kind of scared of her. She's very powerful, very beautiful.
4: Um, but her wedding was just ridiculous. Ridiculous. In a
1: good way or a bad way?
4: Bad. Why? Everything was borrowed, which is which That's, I thought was kind of... Isn't kinda, that part of the wedding? Like something Oh, you know, something... something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. But I mean, it was like she manipulated the girl into designing her dress. She like wormed her way into getting all freebies. So she had this beautiful wedding on no button, well, what with you, no money. Well, wouldn't
1: you do that if you had that kind I of like... I think
4: that she was tacky the way she did it, to be honest. I thought she was kind of gross. I thought.
1: Okay. What did you think of her Martin Short style... Uh, Wedding planner.
4: Oh my god! Talk about what like, the well, fuck was that? He was going, going for that Beverly Kevin, like, she, 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 she. She, 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 she. who I saw eating at Subway. By the way, I saw- I'm shocked
1: he wasn't working. Could you imagine him at Subway?
4: Yes. <laughs> oh, Katie, you're too fat. When, <laughs> when he told Katie on Vanderpump that she was fat,
1: I, I know. I mean,
4: who are you, Kevin? I, I saw him at. I, so I yeah, I saw him at the Subway on Little Santa Monica in Beverly Hills. I, with his I stand by
1: Subway. It's not a bad sandwich shop. It's. I, mean, I stand by
4: Pavilions.
1: Well, Pavilions has a. I mean, that's Their a sandwich, nice grocery store. But
4: I mean, okay. Anyway.
1: Um. So she got a lot of free stuff for her wedding. What? And then
4: you she think? got that dumb crown that w- that was like a million two or something.
1: See, I don't. I don't know. Like when she said that, I was like, I just had no reason not to believe her. But I was like, what a waste! Of, what a
4: waste! Yeah, because well, she borrowed that. Obviously. Like I could have
1: gotten a. A crown, like the same crown, looks like it was like from Party City. It could have,
4: yeah, it was from like that sh- shop on Hollywood Boulevard where you go Halloween with that go Hollywood up here on the toy and wig? you know, yeah. Like, oh, I'm I'm, wigs. Yeah, it's like literally in a plastic, like big lots bin under my bed right now <laughs> with a bunch of wigs.
1: Yeah, by the way, yeah, I could find that same crown, tonight. yeah. And this is like we're at 9.30 tonight,
4: except hers is real and it's worth over a million dollars,
1: but she had to return it the next day.
4: Yeah, what and you... then there was a five hour
1: gap. Between, so she said that was because so she could go fuck. Um, uh, what's his name?
4: Eye patch man. Well,
1: yeah. Okay. And let's so talk
4: about how that. How
1: did he? That's rich, right? Yeah. So how did he get his eye patch? Because I noticed in earlier seasons he seems to have two working eyes.
4: I didn't. I don't know. Okay, I don't so now know. this is
1: a lot of people are going to write in and saying like, "Are you an idiot?" Um, to the internet. To
4: the internet. How I just noticed in fact, on-
1: what if it's just a fashion statement and we're being at, like he's just like, I just think it looks cool.
4: No, to get married with an eye one. patch on. I mean, Brian Ferry did it for a while.
1: But remember when the eye patches used to be full eye patches and now like, they're like, this is an eye patch for today. And it's like very sculpted to the
4: eye. Well, it says he lost vision in that eye. Oh my God, this article, by the way, is called DeAndre Simmons Claims Leanne Lockin's Fiancé Doesn't Want to Marry Her. Quote, It's Embarrassing.
1: I lo- by the way, uh, Leanne
4: Lockin's 52? Yeah. Wow. She's a- gorgeous. Well, well, here he is with both his eyes. That's
1: what I'm saying. He's ha-
4: He's yes. so handsome with both his eyes. I think
1: he's handsome with just the. He seems yeah. like he has a great sense of humor. By the way, Mama D. You like fo- him. Mama D. followed me on Instagram today.
2: No way. Yeah.
1: And i
4: uh, Listen to me. No way. But I have a feeling... Yeah. You did it,
1: dude. Fuck yeah. But I have a feeling. Um, I have a feeling she. I have a feeling it's one of those somebody else runs their account, and they see somebody talking about reality shows, so they follow them. Either and I way, I posted something about Mama D, but I posted something where like, well, let's
4: talk about Mama D. Yeah. What do you?
1: I think that is one of the best reality show relationships that I've seen in a long time. I agree.
4: And you know what I love? I love the relatability of it in the way that Mama D makes those little passive-aggressive comments at Deandra. Like She's like, well, you wouldn't understand because you're not a mother. Well, I married someone rich and you didn't. And I'm a mother and you're not. And I'm rich and you're not. But I love that you say little
1: because I think they're straight up like, you're a
4: piece of shit. No, I'm not. Like, it's... Straight up She's it's like she's jealous of her. It's really weird. It's, it's like
1: so damaging and so that's what I love reality shows for when people are like that warts and all. It's the same thing with, with uh what's her name's ten-year-old child. That like you're stupid. What's um uh Bill Baldwin. No, no, no. Oh the the man Alec
4: Baldwin the, when the, he left those voicemails.
1: The, the red haired from Real Housewives of Dallas.
4: Oh Brittany. Uh, Brandy, Brittany, um, Brandy Redman. Brandy Redman, so, the ex cheerleader.
1: Yeah. Her 10-year-old daughter, last week's episode, when she was like, you can't use your razor scooter in the street. And she's like, you're
2: no fun. Know. You don't want
1: me to have fun. And like the 10-year-old is like a little mama she's D. She's an asshole. That's what I'm saying. She's a little mama D. So you have these polar opposites of a 10-year-old asshole and a older lady it's asshole. It's very
4: deep. It, no, it's Ryan, extremely deep. Observation. As a
1: friend, that's you guys can't hear that, but that's a compliment.
4: No, me, it's so. extremely deep. It's like it's like the evolution of life is happening on Dallas. <laughs> yeah, so you've as a Between person. Brandy's little ginger asshole daughter and Mama D. So who wears a really her wig is wig. almost Her wig is almost as bad as Leanne's party planner.
1: But that's what I say. She's another one of those people that I feel like She is a Disney villain, and like she, if you take that wig off, she has like a full long hair. Like she's like a bank robbery. That's her outfit to rob the bank. And then when she leaves the bank, she takes the wig off. I'd like to see her
4: undone. Yes. I'd like Mama D to just
1: exactly it's a
4: scooby-doo Do one ride. of those I would reveals have away with it if it weren't for you kids there's something you should know and then she just pulls off her face and Mission by and the help. way i just hit rich rich uh was uh on the swat team yes he said and about the SWAT he team. took a bb pellet to the eye oh. which impaired his vision and he thank you yeah thank you for your service rich Wait, i think I you I are much cuter
1: for making fun of him now
4: I hope you do. I did not. I'd bedazzle that, that I, shit. I can't believe that, like. Wouldn't that be cool if his eye
1: patch did say rich?
4: Yeah, if it had like, rich in cursive and diamonds. Yeah,
1: or like rich loves Leanne for the wedding. R
4: plus L. Exactly. <laughs> On my eye <iPad>, <laughs> patch. It is my wedding day.
1: What did you think? So you they had the five hour break. But and Leanne they ate chili was, dogs. But Leanne said it was to have sex. How are you. Okay, was that a wiener schnitzel they went to? It
4: looked like they went to wiener schnitzel.
1: And also, is this a big plot point in earlier seasons where Leanne loves hot dogs?
4: I did I don't know, but it's like it the makes, second she or it, third she's like, reference. you
1: know I love You know I love
4: my chili dog.
1: And she was like, <laughs> they pull up in a Bentley to the hot dog restaurant. Yeah,
4: and how does she get a Bentley?
1: Well, they rented that, obviously. They rented everything. And so they pull up, Leanne like says the six-hour break is for sex, but then she like is so into the hot dogs that I'm like. It literally seems like she's having this entire break so she can inhale massive three foot hot dogs and then take like a shit and a rest.
4: That's what I was wondering about too. She's wearing all white. I wouldn't go to Wiener Schnitzel.
1: But why not get everything out of the way immediately? Why go eat a? I mean, it just I want to know specifically what's happening. Is she really taking that time to like make love? No.
2: What are you get? Well, I'm gonna get a chili
0: foot long at hey, your wedding night.
2: Oh my God!
3: <laughs> and there's like a drive-through if you just pull straight forward. Oh, about-
2: um, yes. Can I
4: get uh, two number sevens and two corn dogs,
0: a diet coke, and a Barks root beer?
2: Oh.
4: It's the best.
1: I just don't I didn't see
4: it. No, no, they didn't do it. They so would also, have they would have like done some candles or made they made well, like they would have done Remember the some s- Eddie
1: Tamra from Real Yeah, R- Orange I was going to bring that up scene. I was going to bring me- that up. That never that made me never want to like wash my body again, nor be in a, a romantic embrace of any. But sort. the
4: best was it reminded me of Shannon and David on uh. Orange County because they both had to slam a drink. Like Susie,
1: I literally brought that up because you know I said David Bedore is the douchebag of the week. Yeah, I bring that up. I did this yesterday where I was like, "How dark that scene was." where they were in a hotel and Shannon was Shannon slamming was vodka cuz she knew Dave did want to put his penis Yeah. It.
4: And Dave and um and the other one Eddie was slamming red wine when he was doing sexy time with Tamara. Wait, where did Eddie's
1: heart problem go by the way? Remember he was like I close to death like a season ago? Oh, now...
4: all I know is that I would like Eddie to be my trainer. I like him. Oh. I think he is so sweet and compassionate and kind.
1: I don't and gay? I, I don't Well, see, I mean Eddie Seems uncomplicated.
4: He's in, simple.
1: In a world full of complication. I,
4: that Dang. is a you know what? You just Jesus. sum you just completely Wait. summed it up.
1: So they get back to the wedding, and the big thing at the wedding is that there's no dinner.
4: Oh, at Tamron, I'm sorry, no, no, at, at, at Leanne, Leanne, we're and, all over. And
1: and uh iPatch. There is no dinner. Hell. But I saw pictures at other like and they had huge like meat trays and stuff, like uh, There was
4: charcuterie happening. Charcuterie,
1: yeah, yeah. I was like, "Uh, they're called meat trays, Susie. (laughs) Um, We have the meat. It It looked amazing. The meat trays.
4: The meat trays were lovely. They were nice, sharp. But what do you think about a
1: wedding that doesn't have a dinner?
4: I wouldn't wait five hours for something with no meal. Well, because who doesn't do a meal?
1: Going, you're going to like keep drinking. Were they
4: drinking still?
1: Well, I mean, if you're at a wedding and they have booze at the wedding, which I... Well, I guess I didn't see booze at the wedding, but usually... Oh, yeah,
4: there had to have been booze at the wedding.
1: Okay, well, skip skip, skip really quick. What did you think of Leanne's mom? Leanne's... Because Leanne's mom okay. is, holds up the wedding to get there, and Leanne's like, Ah, Mama done it again.
4: I think she... Yeah, Mama done, done, done humiliated me again. Er, she never wanted me. She never wanted me to be happy. She told me it wasn't worth it. First of all, who does she look like? Oh, hey. Who I don't know who she where There's she got no her looks because her mom looks like she she looks like Debbie from 90 Day Fiancé to she me. She looks
1: like a less attractive version of Kathy Bates.
4: She does have tones of Bates for yeah, sure. But like
1: Kathy Bates is an attractive version of that.
4: Yes. <laughs> but she came had her picture done and then left. I think her mom might be a dick.
1: Oh, you think? No, cuz she was like, she well the wedding happened and then she was like talking to certain friends. She goes, I don't know where Leanne gets it because she was very loved as a child. I know, she
4: can- I
2: know.
1: She like says that. Like and that's such a that's such a parent in conflict what they say at like events to people. Like, like- she doesn't remember how it really was. We really loved her, you know? But
4: don't you remember that episode where she, like, confronted her mom and was no, like, I don't. Always made me feel terrible about myself and that you didn't want me. And I only remember chasing your car saying, don't go. No, I don't. Oh, that. yeah. Well, it's worth exploring Do because... you remember
1: that 80s film with the little girl that got, like, was it kidnapped or something? And then it was like she was running towards a... Tr- Never mind. What? No. No. Now
4: I need to know. Was,
1: I think it was called like Savannah smiles. Yeah,
4: Savannah smiles with the little blonde. Yeah, wasn't there
1: like kidnappers? Or yeah, like somebody running. But then she it?
4: warmed their hearts. Yeah,
1: something. I I don't know. Sorry about that. Um, I do
4: you know? I know, and I'm like, she warmed their hearts she though. Did remember warm their
1: hearts. Uh, what do you think of um, uh, I Stephanie like the questions. Holman? What do you think of Stephanie Holman and her husband? Who looks just like a beefy, smiling? That smiley. is so
4: funny because I put Stephanie and her gargoyle husband in yeah, my nose. Yeah, it's a,
1: such a—he has such an interesting look. Such well, a, he
4: looks like a gargoyle smush. He looks like something fell and squished him.
1: But it's still exactly. But it's still an ex, whatever happened still looks acceptable. It's to It's
4: acceptable, a and he's very wealthy, so he has nice skin and he's well groomed. Hot
1: tub in their bath. They have a wonderful. I home. mean. Did you? He, they have a whole scene, you guys, where they're talking, and he's in a hot tub, but it's like the size of my bedroom—the hot tub—and
4: it's like Tony Montana style. Yeah, like oh, oh he my big hot yeah.
3: What in the world? It's bubbles for my sure. shorts. Are it's you not teasing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: We so got the DJ, the band, the liquor, the bartenders, the catering done. Lights put up today, the yard completely
0: redone. I got three security done. Yeah, it's, it's
2: your Baywatch moment.
1: And you see there's a huge TV that's not on even. And he's just there and Stephanie's talking to him about his birthday party coming up, his uh fiftieth or something. And I was just like, That to me is the life.
4: That Oh yeah. He's I didn't realize how rich he was until they bought that house. They moved well, into that. Not- Crazy no, house.
1: Yeah. We, we're that, well, is that the one with the, the with also The pool, pool the, inside,
4: yeah. And I Stephanie Stephanie grew on me because I thought she and so I thought pretty. she and Brandy were such idiots. Not Brandy. What's her name again? The little uh, redhead? No, that's Brandy. 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 I thought they were super like, I fart and she dances in it. I can always fart <laughs> and then she'll <check laughs> come and dance and I wore a hat with poop in it. That's
1: like that's Jenny McCarthy but,
4: humor. But to Stephanie me. to me grew on me because she's like very honest and open. She can't drink a lot because she gets depressed. No. She's very yeah. naive and very vulnerable. And I think that she's very earnest in everything that she says. Like she's she sounds stupid, like ah, you know, she no, kind but of she's talks, a deep but thinker. But she's kind of a deep thinker and she's handled herself well, especially with like Cameron.
1: But isn't that sad though that is oh God, it's so sad that I re- like those are the people I relate to of like the darkness is there. Like, you know, like I, I'm like <laughs> That's amazing. Like,
4: she stop- She suffers uh, from depression too.
1: I wonder if we'd like each other. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I mean, I guess the whole thing about their relationship is I just love how big the hot tub was. And yeah. I, it, and
4: he's become like her like mentor this season. Yeah, I because
1: I guess in earlier seasons he was like
4: cook dinner, have babies. Yeah.
1: Now she's like he
4: listens to me so much. He's more, more. like a BFF now. Yeah. So what,
1: yeah which is not
4: good. No, that is not good when you say that. Like he's more of a best friend now.
1: Why is that not good?
4: Well, because you want it
1: to be. Don't you want your partner to be your best friend?
4: Yeah, you do. But when she says he's more like a BFF now oh. than a husband, I was under the impression it was like, okay, well, you guys are like friend zoning each other.
1: Gotcha. Um, but
4: I could be wrong.
1: Um. So okay. So Leanne's mother, Margaret. We got that. Deandra and Jeremy. Okay. So Deandra and Jeremy. So Deandra wasn't invited to Leanne's wedding. Yeah, so they have a whole a... subplot as a, a cooking co- an iron chef cooking competition.
4: This is a whole thing about Deandra and Leanne. I thought to me, I always thought Deandra was like Leanne's legitimacy. It's like I'm I'm trashy Leanne, but my best friend's one of the wealthiest families in Dallas, but they had a falling out yeah. and wasn't it about her Patch? Didn't, didn't... Yeah, I
1: think they she bad-mouthed Patch.
4: Deandra said Patch is screwing around.
1: Yeah, exactly. She said... She, so that was unforgivable. So she wasn't invited to the wedding, even though this season they're trying to make reparations and trying to repair their relationship. Um, but she's still not invited to the wedding, so they have this... Or the subway. showers. Well, she got... She went to one party with them, right, at the, the haunted yeah. house. Thing. Oh, yeah, that was stupid. Very stupid. But... I love that their subplot then is to do, like, an Iron Chef competition between her and her husband, which I do have to say, I did, it was very idyllic in that sense of, like, oh, that must be fun to have a relationship where you do, like, I wouldn't be good at that or interested in that, but it seems fun when couples, like, are, like, I guess, like, to do things. It's better there. than a panic
4: room. Yeah. I, yeah. Hated when, I hate it. How fast can you get to the panic room? I hate room? when they get in the panic yeah. room. Um, but what about Carrie? I want to know what you think because I call Carrie Butterface.
1: Wait, so Carrie is the... Carrie's the new one, right?
4: Yes, she's from Mexico.
1: Yeah, she's from Mexico. So, it's I, like I like Carrie because she's that um, breath of fresh air and I say that having not watched the earlier season but I get the sense that she... Does not leave, She's not been letting Leanne pull shit, and, he, and it's shocking that she got the invite. Why
2: to- did you come
4: to my girls' night? It,
1: yes. <laughs> so her way of speaking, I enjoy actually, and I'm not. I really don't want to make fun of that, even though it's easy to. But I. But it's. I guess the conversation with her husband at the end of this episode, when they go to dinner, and she's trying to talk about being invited to Thailand with the vagina ping pong games (laughs) and she's like oh
4: they you know they ping pong they call that
1: and and i guess her husband who i don't know very well
4: i don't know him either
1: and we neither of us know him. we've never i
4: mean we've met you know we've been in the same bar he
1: he seems like a nice fine chap and they're talking and she's talking about thailand and all of a sudden he's like um my mom's in um italy right now and she's walking and she goes I don't, I don't I don't care about your mom walking. I don't I don't yeah. give, I don't give a shit about your mom walking. And <laughs> I guess then in a talking head she's like he's not a good communicator. Or, uh, you do it. I can't do it the voice.
4: He's not a good communicator. I can't do it, you either. Can't do it either. But what about her daughter?
1: Oh, so Dunn's daughter was was like, "Oh, yeah, no last last week with the making of the clothes."
4: She's like, "Are you you want to go to sewing camp?" And
1: she's like, "Yes, mom." Yeah,
4: mom. I I wish I had for prom. I wish I would had your wedding dress. I would have like taken it and like made something with it. All these girl,
1: all these people have the most amazing lives, and they have no appreciation, and they shit all over their parents. And now I'm sounding actually like one. I'm sounding like a boomer right now. Where I was like, I just, I mean, I would love to have this kind of, like, being taken care of. Like, that girl making her prom dress will be taken care of for the rest of her life. Yeah. She will not have to get any kind of solid she's job. She's really
4: mean to her mom. They're all mean is to her Is that Carrie's birth child, or is that her stepkid? No, it's her birth daughter. I think it's her birth daughter, yeah. But her, yeah, she's
1: like, mom. So anyways, at the end of this episode, they get into this nut fight. It's just that, like, she then goes, I don't give a shit about your mom. I don't give a shit about what your mom's walking in Italy. I don't care at all. Yeah. and She doesn't like,
4: like him. She made it really clear that she's only well, using she him for have, the money. Have,
1: well, I didn't know. But she says they have communication issues. And that could mean so many things.
4: I think I got the bell.
1: Oh, nice.
4: Taking the bell off this kitty. Woo.
1: Now we can really cut loose.
4: Yeah. So that was a kind of Dallas.
1: I got it. I I do, <laughs> do think. Oh, yeah. Carrie, her husband's Eduardo. Um, Eduardo actually has a better accent than Carrie
2: does.
4: Yeah, I, do, do I just think Carrie, Carrie has a banging body and the most fucked up face.
1: I didn't even notice her body. Me. No, I didn't even know her I did buy because they went to that trip that uh, the house she owns and was it? Where did they Mexico. Mexico. And the where she made everybody bunk together.
4: Yeah, and Leanne. I like
1: bunking with people. I I don't mind bunking with people.
4: Well, I don't take it personally. I, I like... bunked
1: with Rich that one time though, and he told me all about the hidden underground of trans people. Oh, he remember no. he said because he believes in the uh, Illuminati. Yeah, I know he's and very he, yeah yes yeah. I, when
4: was that? that?
1: that yeah, that was at uh, Joe's wedding.
4: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you can save that for... How about if you come yes. and talk about that on yeah, my podcast. Your podcast?
1: Which, by the way, Perpetual Crisis, I'll, I'll announce that again. It's going to be out in December, and uh, you're going to hear a lot of stories on that podcast. Which, by the way, Susie does have the best stories no, of all time. I'm just insane. Well, that constitutes a good story. Um, okay, so moving on then to... We did Dallas, but let's go to the season premiere of New Jersey. Now, you have a lot of feelings of new jersey over the years with yeah, the dj's yeah i really and you loved joe gordon you... well
4: i did love George, joe gordon Wait, why don't you cuz you used to be like little joe gordon i wanted to touch him yeah you really had like, like he was feelings. tiny and hot and sweet and simple he and his sister for, t- tree is one of the stupidest people i think i've Nobody's ever seen arguing on television that.
1: she's like She's like somebody That their brain is trying to find the right words, and they never, they never find the right words. So they just like, they get. They get so frustrated that they just speak. Gibberish. She
4: just says a stupid word, totally wrong. You, you, you did Like she. Got, she thinks he has a good vocab voc, vocabulary. Yeah, and it, she's so. it's doesn't like a you like Joe grade, anymore? Because one time he told he was trying to get his wife to have sex with him. Yeah, and he was saying that his balls were filled with poison. Like like oh like
1: let's get the poison. Out.
4: Yeah, We gotta and
1: was, get that poison. It out. really
4: upset me. That's
1: such and, a small thing compared to like
4: I know. And he was wearing true. Religion. And jeans, and I don't know. I just it was like a very weird moment where I fell out of love because I really loved Joey Gorda He was tiny and buff, and then he got all, and he loved wearing dresses.
1: But remember when, like, I was watching a flashback of that christening scene? Remember yeah. when you first introduced I'm your to the Gorga?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it was when he still had hair, yeah. And it looks, but oh, he made the right decision to shave that off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it looked like like he just put a bunch of pepper on his hair, like, and it was. That crescentine was amazing, and that was the season premiere of that. That
4: season. was one of the best. I mean, that no no was in by oh, Joe God.
1: Gorga. Like you saw that Nono no like Joe Gorga more than his own. Totally. Son. I mean, so it's Shakespearean in that sense. So with all of this stuff, where do you stand before even the season started in terms of Joe and Teresa and his like you know his imprisonment?
4: In- well, I mean, I think that. I think that Tree has found herself... As stupid as she is, I think... Found what? She found out that she's retarded. No. Yeah. She found uh, yoga, and she found... It looks like she's banging some younger guy. I'm under that impression that she's maybe let someone else put it in.
1: Oh, you... Oh, Susie, you think?
4: You... Stop! You think? She definitely did. I, I She what didn't...
1: But she won't think? admit it. She won't oh, admit it. Oh, because somebody won't admit it? We can... Assu- Wait. That's what we do. We make assumptions that are
4: fact well i think that none of this would have happened if it wasn't for joe going to prison
1: 100 yeah and by the way i say this in this episode earlier i said it is funny that joe uh geodice cheated on her non-stop even before prison called her a c in word in italy oh yeah my fucking bitch wife's coming here cheated he does not get half the shit that Teresa will eventually no. get for cheating on him while he was in prison what about crazy? what about when it's, andy
4: uh, asked him what he thought of her bodybuilding
1: yeah, He's she, like, he goes, he goes, eh, you know, uh, and then he goes,
2: eh.
4: She
1: was all ripped up when we first met. She's all ripped up. It was really super weird. But he looks so good. Okay. I'm starting. Wait, but I get, wait guys, I mentioned this in an earlier episode a- that one of my girlfriends said he was hot. Because I think he looked very sickly. And you texted me that you thought he looked <laughs> insanely hot.
4: <laughs> I know. But why would it you warranted it? warranted a text to Ryan. But why, I mean. He I, looks like a Baldwin. He looks like one of the Baldwin. He A looks dead like, Baldwin. He looks he like looked... Alec Baldwin with AIDS. He no, looks good. He does th- he look He looks like he became a vegan in jail and got all into yoga. He looked good. Isn't it weird? And he looks peaceful.
1: Wait, uh speaking of that, you love 90 Day Fiance. Did you see the photos of um, Anissa uh, um, and Anfisa? The the guy that from 90 Day Fiance that got arrested. Oh, you, did you know what okay, never mind.
4: No, Anfisa.
1: No, um I'm saying wrong. Well. Uh,
4: from last season?
1: No, no, no. From, like, one of the first seasons of the actual mm. uh, So, how does most people... Because you watch Love After Lockup, and you're... I would say, you know prison pretty well.
4: I've been on the inside. <laughs> You've been on the inside. <laughs> I watch like, a lot of prison
1: shows. Do you notice how a lot of prisoners, they'll gain massive amounts of weight, but the reality stars lose weight? What do yeah. you think that's all
4: about? I don't know. Maybe... Maybe he tried to use it as an excuse to just work out. But I'm wondering what the difference is. Or he got into is.
1: heroin. No, but like, what is that difference? Like, Because you see all a lot of prisoners go to, to jail, and we see them put on a massive amount. Because
4: they probably stopped doing drugs. They probably maybe stopped doing okay. meth or something like that. Well, but that. Jo- uh, like so
1: Joe used it. he was drinking three bottles of wine a day. He sat down yeah. and what happened. Yeah. Um, and, he, you know, obviously. That'll not, do it. He's not drinking prison. Pruno. Bathtub wine, no, right? Pruno, yeah. Wait, did you watch Jailbirds on Netflix?
4: I started it. Uh, I why? started you, it. Oh, I was... It, we met through you, the toilet. I yeah. mean, it was so if weird. If you see a
1: show that you meet through the toilet, I'm gonna watch every episode I, of the show.
4: Yeah, I watched the first couple and I was like, wow. So they call it, and they then,
1: call it kites. We, we sent kites through the toilet. Yeah, through levers, the
4: toilet. Kites. You know how you'd fold it in high like school? If Shakespeare
1: was alive today, that would be... That's Romeo and Juliet. That's fucking Romeo through and Juliet. Through that toilet we met. I met, met yeah. <laughs> Juliet speaks in cell blocky.
4: Yeah, through the funnel of shit. <laughs> but it's like... Like, yeah, we met through the toilet. Like, what? I don't know. I
1: do wish, I hope more conversation is had by why a lot of prisoners get fatter and then Joe and uh situation gets Well, seen.
4: Teresa, we knew, went and got yoga. She just got all into yoga because yeah. she has an anger management problem. Wait, wait, we all that know that. Remember that
1: photo of Tree in prison with her prison friends? Yes. That was amazing.
4: You know, we it never was, saw it Joe was, and
1: his prison friends.
4: No, I don't think yet. he had any, or he knew a bunch of people. Because
1: you know Joe did a book in prison.
4: And I think it's, I think it's shitty that she went. I yeah i mean wait,
1: there's no doubt joe put his wife i mean wait i do want to bring up that christening episode again because because you're obsessed with it well no because melissa gorga says immediately in that first her first talking head to go or no at the at the christening something like we pay our bills it was yeah. very known yes. that they were doing bad yeah. shit even like so it wasn't like some mystery that came out it was very known by multiple people that they were frauding a lot of people
4: What was his business? Was he a contractor like Joe Gorga?
1: I think he owned a couple of Blockbuster videos. No, no, yeah. (laughs) He
4: owned a Subway.
1: (laughs) Subway franchise. He owned a, yeah. Um, (laughs) No, yeah, he, uh, I think he was like a contractor. It was something to do with houses. And they were taking out massive loans and that was her name was on one of the loans.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he forged her name or something. He did something oh, shitty. Oh, yeah, well,
1: because she had signed things. Yeah. That's how she And got she involved. didn't know.
4: She's like, I don't and know.
1: And like he said, he said, I watched what happens. He's like, you know, the, the original plea, she was not a part of that plea. She, you know, she was not supposed to go to jail. She's not good at accents. If I was good at accents, this fucking podcast would take off.
4: No, no, it's okay. You know, <laughs> maybe next time you should get a dialect coach.
1: Yeah, what if I am like the Daniel Day-Lewis
4: of podcasts? Yeah. Yeah do my left yeah. foot just do the whole thing my left foot Arrgh. style um you know what's interesting is those daughters um those Judice. yeah is it Giudice is it Giudice she, I screwed
1: this up on I the hear
4: mind. Andy say it different ways Giudice
1: Giudice um Bailey like there's so many different yeah, ways yeah Henschel Henschel there's so many different ways I don't know I think it's Giudice well,
4: the daughters are, I mean, there's what, four? There's four, right? It's
1: a story. Oh, yeah, it's uh, Gia, Melania, um, uh, Adriana. Adriana. I wrote them all down. Is there a right. Mia? That sounds correct. Fartknocker? Uh, fartknocker. fartknocker? No, Gabriella.
2: Gabriella.
1: Gia, Adrina. Yeah, I wrote Adrina. So that was, and Melania, the rapper.
4: Um, you have Speaking Milana. of the rapper. Oh, yeah. Let's see if I can play this. I got my besties, Tay and Stephanie.
3: We're about to go pop them tags, get our nails done, hair done. We ain't chasing boys, we chasing checks, we chasing dreams, we chasing goals. It's got big, big boots. things popping. This is Don't a big stuff. It's called. It's called. It's called.
4: It's like YouTube is so. I'm gonna, it's I... called Can't Wait to Grow Up. Oh, God. And it's hashtag CWTGU. I'm
1: going to see if that's on Spotify, and I'll put it on the playlist.
4: Yeah. But, um... It's really good.
0: Hi, cutie pie. we'll have a glass
2: of wine you want me boss. I like cooking and drinking wine. Uh, that's why I don't
0: know something you're going to go back to. <laughs> what he you And The nono said, yeah, that's why you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Gabrielle, you want to tell Gia what happened today? She cried because she was saying how much she loves you because I'm like, I know I'm, she's going oh to college God. and I'm so upset. I'm never coming home. <gasps> the college that Gia chose to go to is Rutgers. She's going to live on campus and I'm going to miss her so 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 much all right it's done
2: melania's is done
0: i mean not only is she my firstborn but you know she's my helper she's my confidant she's my rock rockers has a law school so it's like really nice i told you for a while i wanted to be a lawyer you (laughs) copy (laughs) me when did
2: you say
3: that when did that ever come out of your mouth what do you I
0: didn't want to be for a while Because it gets me so mad that our dad is in jail And might be getting deported I know. So yeah, but I mean, he's fighting the battle I just don't know how the whole thing's gonna go Joe has a week left Before his three-year sentence is finished But instead of coming home He's immediately being transferred to an ICE Immigration facility He's done with his sentence, but his immigration case Isn't finished yet He was born in Italy, came here when he was a year old, and he had his alien card. He just never applied for his citizenship. So when you commit a crime, you could be ordered deported. He just has to stay there for a little bit until his case is finalized because we're appealing it. Once Joe's released from prison, legally, he's a free man. And if he wants to leave and go to Italy, he can leave whenever he wants. But instead, he's choosing to stay locked up in an ICE facility because if he goes, he can never, ever come back to America. I already told him, say you lose this appeal, you better fight it until the Supreme Court. And at first, because he didn't want to be in ICE, he was like, I'm I'm done with this shit. But I'm just like, if you do that, you will not have a relationship with me. If I were my father... I would have the urge sometimes, too, to probably sign the papers and go straight to Italy. But this deportation should not be happening. He should have made himself a citizen a long time ago. It just should have been done. And now this is the time for my father to show us that he really does love and care about us. I'm going to prom. I'm going to graduation. I'm going to college. Those are three big things my I sons. want my father here for. No one cares. Uh, no, she needs yeah. to. She okay, I don't know why. okay, you have to act irrational because if you were graduating, moving on to a new chapter of your life. Okay, okay. Melania, I don't want to hear you.
3: I understand we're all hurting, but I'm saying it's a big year for me, and I would want my father here. I'm yeah. done
0: here.
1: It, it it was so Real Housewives of New Jersey premiere, like that's going into all of this, but that scene with all of the girls and no no, um, what did you feel about that scene? Because I heard a lot of people that said it was so sad last night.
2: Oh, like with like the when scene the scene with
1: because it No-No. was it was it was Gia saying I told my dad, if he moves to Italy instead of going to ice, I will not have a relationship with him. Anymore. Yeah. Like, that was actually a very real moment. And Tree in her, Tibble Tree, you know, you just never seem like she's fully taking in information. No. It's like, but but Gia seems very um, laser-like focused yeah. on what I'm telling my dad to do. And no, no, it's so weird because... Nono reminds me of somebody like there's somebody trapped inside Nono, and the only way you know that is through the eyes. The eyes always like, Let me out. Like the eyes are always yeah, making these Yeah Yeah, no no is. But he's not really speaking. He goes, I cry inside. Yeah. I cry inside. It's like really intense everything he says, but you can't see it outwardly except for his eyes.
4: Does that make sense? You're being really deep again. I'm sorry. No, you are. You, By the
1: way, I'm looking for so much meaning in these shows. No, I
4: know. There is. There's answers to life. Yeah,
1: but I thought this was actually the most touching scene of the entire first hour of the it season Because it sets up the whole situation. And that isn't saying that Joe got out of prison, but then he had to go to ICE because he never actually... Another thing where he fucked up where he lived in this country without fully being a citizen. Yeah,
4: what was that about? I, I mean,
1: I think life happens. Like, think about it. I... I got to admit, there was like a year and a half period where I got a ticket in Arizona when I was in college and I didn't pay it. And I moved out to L.A. and I, I lost, I mean, I, I, I got, I got in big trouble with Arizona because I moved to L.A. and I. There
4: was a warrant out for your arrest? I I guess there. Did you go to jail?
1: No, God, no, no. Did you get raped? I, different story, but, uh. But I'm saying, like, things happen. Like, we've ignored parking. Like, remember,
4: we used to get parking tickets all the time. Don't you remember every year when I registered my car and have to to drop, like, $1,000
1: in parking tickets? I remember getting, like, boots on my car in my 20s. Like, the 20s are your, like, boots on car parking tickets thing. Your 30s is when you realize, like, I should just get up and park on the other side of the street. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, but I...
4: I've gotten so much better. I've gotten way better. uh, I used to be a gnarly parking scofflaw. I haven't
1: got a parking ticket in, like, a year and a half. That's,
4: a, but that's big. That's
1: great. As you get older, that's, like, fucking yeah.
4: big. No, that's... it's great. I'm really proud of you. Uh, got, got, uh. Um, You know who I really hate, speaking of Jersey, is I hate Margaret. I cannot oh, wow. stand I like
2: her.
1: Margaret. I like Margaret and I love her her younger mom.
4: I like her mom.
1: But wait,
2: and why I like did, her wait, husband. why do you hate Margaret?
4: I just think she's so oh everything's so canned about her in Iraqs and oh, she's no, like Oh no, you can.
1: If we want canned look at Erica Jane. Like, Erica and, Jane is something that right. She has her like her talking heads seem like they're written for her whereas Margaret I feel like that's really her personality. It might be annoying yeah. you but I feel like that's really her.
4: And why is Jackie even on?
1: I think Jackie's on because she told the producers that I will um, talk shit to Teresa. Like, I will literally start shit with Teresa. Hmm. Jackie seems like she's there because I don't necessarily... I didn't, I just didn't care about Jennifer, like Jennifer making fun of Jackie, I thought was like pretty normal. That's like my friends make fun of me all the time.
4: Jennifer's, uh, Jennifer and her husband are, Well, that all, was
2: bizarre.
4: Their plastic surgery party was just weird. I don't know why Jackie went to that, but Jennifer and her, I hate her husband. Her husband is so gross to me. If I don't it mind revolting.
1: I, For some reason, I, I kind of like, I didn't fart, that was like the wood on your, yeah. I didn't, no, I didn't, that was your wood. See, now you remember no, like when that high, think. like in high school or like junior high, when you'd like some, you like make a sound in your me chair? me to
4: pull his fingers.
1: So you would try yeah, to recreate? Yeah. Or try to recreate that sound. Yeah. Like, it wasn't me. Just
4: listen to this. Yeah. Um. Remember those guys that could lick their hand and make the fart sound yes. on I can Yes. Or the people never. that could go to do that. Or what do they it? Gleek. I can gleek. I'd always accidentally gleek. I get the dentist or the orthodontist, but I could I can't do it. Don't try. Yeah. It's all right. But it would be cool for you yeah. So. Anyway, um, so, Jen, yeah, I hate Jennifer's husband. I think he is a pig. I think he's gross. But I love
1: that Jennifer takes, really takes credit for the five years in that plastic surgery business. And this season, she's saying her husband has been so much nicer to her, and he sucked all the fat out of her back and, like, all this stuff, except he goes, ugh. And he sucked the all ass, the fat. ass, no, no, no. <laughs> she, you know, like, he's like, that fat in the ass is still there.
2: Yeah. He or aludes, I
1: put some in her ass. Yeah, something. But I don't mind her husband that much. I just thought it was very funny their relationship. The kids. I mean, am I allowed to say that they have good personalities?
4: Yeah, of course. And that's that was what I was going to say about Ninety Day Fiance. That one guy with the hooker. You know, the rich guy who has. Uh, oh, the
1: forty-three or forty-four-year-old. At the, least the, with the, 20, the wine importer.
4: The wine importer that met the twenty-year-old year hooker. With the two kids. The two kids. The were kids amazing. were the best part of that they, whole show. Saturday for that.
1: And um,
0: how do you feel about her coming?
3: Our dad's fiancé, who's from Brazil, is going to be arriving in America for the first time and we're going to meet her. I was like a little surprised. I was like, that's cool. I didn't actually think that like they would get married. Yeah, me neither. I thought it would just be like boyfriend and girlfriend. Very like, little. Whatever. And then not boyfriend and girlfriend. Whatever. Yeah.
0: What does mom say about it? Does she talk to you guys about it at
3: all? Yeah, she talks to me sometimes. What
0: does she say? She's like... So how do you feel about, like, Jackson and- Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Blah, 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 she says that.
4: Funny, they reminded me of, like, kids from the San Fernando Valley in the 80s. But they seem to really take,
1: they have a good grasp on their parents. Yeah,
4: and jobs. they're smart, and they're smart kids. Yeah, they were just like, well, I think that my mom's going to be okay with it because she's going to be more like one of us. Yeah, remember
1: that guy on 90 Day Beat, uh, I think it was before the 90 Days, like two seasons ago, where, it was, where he went to, was it Columbia, to meet the one girl and. And then he ended up falling in love with another guy. Yes. Man. What was that guy? And she Ricardo
4: had, or something? He had the
1: amazing daughter.
4: Yes, who made se- – there was so much, like, parenting by the children being done on, on all these shows. I
1: feel like – I've said this before that I feel like the government should step in sometimes with this kind of stuff where if you're trying to be a star in a reality show, like, you can't have kids. Because <laughs> the kids are adversely affected no matter how you pull it. Like, no yeah. how you – it always seems – like we have to know the Giudici's kids. Well, and all I was the just pain gonna going say through. those Giudici's. And now we see kids. them. Like they went and saw their father for the first time today. As we're like today's Thursday, they went and saw today, and there's camera crews with them. Yeah. That's their first time being able to physically touch their dad
4: in four years.
1: Yeah. yeah three? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, three it to four matter, years, but
4: jeez. Yeah,
1: it was three. It'd be a lot cooler, but no, it was. <laughs> but like they have a camera crew with them. Yeah. Why should a camera crew be involved at
4: all? Well, I think it's all they know now. And I know it just, it's a, sad. It's I weird.
1: Like that's really setting those kids up weird for the rest of their lives, or just like a pat. It's like drugs. Like now they're just like it's a gateway drug where these kids are going to eventually want to be in reality. Too. They're going
4: to want their own show. They're going to want to well, book. I mean, what's her name? Melania, Dan- well, as you just heard, is now a very accomplished rapper.
1: <laughs> but by the way, like the most uh, well-adjusted, two of the most well-adjusted kids, it seems like uh, Daniel stobbs kids. New oh yeah,
4: well ones they like a budding nice. model, they do seem nice. They don't look a thing like her. I mean like Thank they God. Don't... I think Danielle Saab just looks looks like a bag of leather. She looks like a, a, d- a de- horse. She looks like a a dead leather horse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she I mean, does. But some people think horses are pretty. Some people like to bang yeah. horses. Speaking uh, of, have you watched Catherine the Great with Helen Mirren? I don't know. Just, I know. What a weird... Wait, no, they say is something I say
1: about like, no, they the reality say,
4: shows? They said Catherine the Great had sex with a horse. It's just a rumor about her. Oh, I her. And then about i, was I was about horses. Had
1: sex with Daniel Stubb.
4: No, but she might have. Yeah. Daniel Stubb, I think, would have said... HBO
1: took massive liberties and it was like Daniel Stubb...
4: Showed up and, and played the Catherine horse? The yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's...
1: What I thought about Jennifer and uh, the whole the whole thing is Jennifer did an imitation of Jackie, and that's like a big plot line yeah. in this, where you know, Jackie's upset, thinks it's online bullying because she had posted it to Teresa's Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. I really didn't think it was that big of a deal. It really gave me strong vibes of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last season with the dogs with John Sessa.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where
1: they try to, like...
4: Create something out of nothing. For, like, six episodes of the season where I'm like, why are we still on this? Why is this whole season revolving around this?
1: I pray to God that this Jennifer Jackie imitation thing does not last past next week's episode.
4: And I agree with you. My friends all do do impersonations of me all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: you do impressions of me, or our friend Adam does impressions of me. Like, that's just part of it.
4: Are you going to have Adam on?
1: Oh, I mean, I I don't know. He's dangerous.
4: He is dangerous. Have you had him on? No. Okay. Because I mean, I'm
1: afraid, he, our friend Adam like just really calls it like
4: he's listening to this.
1: He, he, and right. he's
4: probably he's texting mean, yeah. mean stuff. <laughs> 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 um,
1: yeah, I mean, like, so you don't like Dolores? Oh no, no, no! no. Okay, that's it. That's oh, what let's we have talk, to talk about, about. let's talk about him. So I thought that Dolores going into the season, Dolores still lives with Frank, her yeah. ex husband,
4: yeah, who's unbelievably
1: buff. I mean. He's not juicing at all. And their son, <laughs> their son, Frankie. Frankie. It's Frank and Frankie. And Frankie has been trained by uh, Frank. Mm-hmm. You're, now you're
4: doing the bells. Sorry. So, I'm like a geek. I was like, why is that
1: kind of back um So Frank has trained Frankie and Frankie's winning bodybuilding awards over the summer. Yeah. But I, like in my head, Dolores and Frank were always going to get back together. I had this weird thing. Well,
4: they're definitely emotionally, like, together. You know what I mean? Like, they're bonded emotions.
1: But then they get into this throuple situation immediately where Dolores then... A throuple? Re- yeah. You know, a couple with yeah. You, they, they introduce Dolores' boyfriend. Um, and he's very tiny compared to Frankie Frank. <laughs> Yeah. And he's a... He's uh, a little fella. He delivers babies. And Dolores lets us know that his number one passion is his job. Now... I do have a question for this. Like, we both don't have jobs that we're extremely passionate about. No. Like, we don't wake up. But if I was an
4: obstetrician. Would you be? I mean, but, like,
1: just, okay, I, this, I don't know. That's why I'm asking is that, like, do you wake up and are you,
4: like, I'm going to fucking deliver babies? Yeah. Like, it he well, just, like, sound oh. like that, no, but, but like. Um, I think that it's different. Like, it's like, I'm going to bring new life into the world. That's my job. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's... No!
1: I mean, that is a real skill. I yeah. I mean, no doubt. But it just... She said the, his number one thing, and then he's learned to be a better boyfriend in this last couple of years, and they went on a trip to Italy, and Well,
4: Frankie- doctors are myopic, you know what I mean? Like, they just see their... their- Practice and then they have, and that has to be their first priority. Isn't that, doesn't that
1: suck about us? Is that we've never been myopic about anything? I know we're supposed to be, but that's what I'm saying. When we've never been myopic about anything. We we see the whole world, and that's why we're not completely successful yet. Yeah, like we should have been myopic about something.
4: Yeah, no, I know.
1: Aren't you bummed you haven't been myopic about anything?
4: Yeah, you like saying myopic.
1: It does. I'll say it again. Doesn't it feel good? Remember when I I had this fixation with saying vaginal yeast infection? No, I didn't say that. <laughs>
4: No, oh. um, no, I do agree. Like there are people that move to Los Angeles and become myopic about their acting career. Yeah, and um, and my or myopic. I'm myopic about, about
1: watching TV. Like I'm like I think you're the same way. You're like we're really good. I'm at
4: myopic TV. about like so running social commentary. Yeah, on, on people that don't necessarily deserve it, but I do, or they do deserve yeah. it.
1: But this was an interesting relationship because then her boyfriend comes in, and Frank and Frankie are there. And her husband and her new boyfriend, or her ex-husband and her new boyfriend, are completely pally with each yeah. other. And they're eating pizza together. And he's like, are oh, you guys going out and leaving me alone? Because uh, they're going to get ice cream. Yeah. It's completely bizarre. But at the same time...
4: It's healthy. You're almost like it's... it's the
1: it's... most heartwarming yeah. scene of I the was whole actually, show.
4: It actually was a very warm moment. Yeah.
1: It, I mean, I, I can't make shit of it. I'm like, it, it does show you different strokes for different folks, right? Yeah.
4: Like, it's working for them. I mean, I don't I don't know if she'd get jealous if he I'm sure he bangs little gym gym chicks, little horsey gym chicks. Don't yeah, you think? Yeah, oh, Frank, I hope so. Yeah, and is not that why they broke up? Cuz he cheated?
1: When you're that ripped, do girls just throw themselves at you? Like, I don't know. I don't that...
4: I don't like I don't like that look. I don't.
1: Yeah, I mean but it's, in it's Jersey, a very different look. It's in a Jersey, very a uh, specific it's look. Thing. Remember like he God, it, I don't know why I thought of this, but like he reminds me of Z mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those? Like that, like Oakley. I don't know. He's like Oakley.
4: Dracar, Dracar yeah. uh blades, Timberland boots, and Z. Cavaricis. That's and what I think of. I kind of love and like that a big confidence.
1: Truck. I I love that. I don't know. I just it's so foreign to me how he lives his life. Yeah. And even him like with his big paws eating that pizza, I was just so hungry last night when I was watching it. <laughs> And I was just like, God, look at that. He's like, works out so hard. He's just not even sweating eating that pizza, you know? Like, I eat that pizza. It's like three in the morning. I'm like hiding naked in the corner, you know?
4: Yeah, that's how people eat pizza usually. That's what I'm losing my
1: religions about. Um, okay, so the last thing really, and you talked about this earlier, is there are tons of cheating rumors about Teresa, and that seems to be, it's going to be a major plot line of this whole season. Yeah. And I
4: didn't know it was, like, already... See, that's the thing. I haven't been following, like...
1: See, I saw pictures reality of her on, like, or anything. yeah reality tea, Yeah, reality TV, you know, where she was holding hands with this guy, and I love... Is it the guy they showed last night? No. Oh, yeah. So, that was the guy. So, in the beginning, we meet the pool guy, because they're putting... Because trees paid off all of the fines, I guess, from all of the stuff they did wrong, and she has... She hustled, man. Her money. She just She, says she has her money, and the kids have always wanted a pool, but it just so happens her boyfriend or some guy that was after her in high school is the pool yes man. that's it seems right like there's not only like, it seems like you could go with another pool man in jersey than the pool man that you had he uh, kind
4: of he religion. they went on one date and then she met uh judice
1: G- yeah judice ju- that's, that's how it's right judice I, I think that's how you say it
4: well it's weird we're saying
1: judice you're saying it's
4: yeah i think it's judice i i've heard andy Cohen ah. say it two different ways but you know what? We can say there it should over be and over. a class just
1: to teach you to say this name. But like in this scene, they have Gia out with them, and they're all touchy feely. The pool guy yeah. in the tree, yeah. And it even shows Gia noticing them touchy feely. And also, I don't know. So they're they're playing in a pool. So it really sets up that I think this is going to be a major part of the season. I don't know if it's going to be with the pool guy, but it seems like she's also dating a younger
4: guy. Yeah, that's brought up. he's much younger.
1: But I loved when she was called up on it with the uh, Joe and Teresa unlocked interview on Watch What Happens Live. She was called on it, and she just she's like, I, she, you know, he, helping stuff to the car. Like I don't I have two hands; he's got to help me with my stuff. They were not. He wasn't carrying stuff in the photographs with them holding hands. Like what?
4: He was carrying them? her boobies.
1: Like, carrying that.
4: Yeah, he was carrying her fun bag scene. Ah. That was good. That was good. Um, <laughs> but but I think you know I think good f- I think good for her. I as stupid well, if as she he's is, get it, what, what yeah, is she- as stupid as she is. This none of this shit was fair to her, and no. she handled it pretty well. And I feel like she's kind of like um really gotten a bad stroke of luck or treatment or whatever, and she deserves to have some little young guy banging her.
1: Well, I mean, at the same time, it's bad luck, but at the same time. Look at the life that it's afforded them in a way. Yeah. And they're still
4: living. They still are in that house. Same
1: house. Because they don't... She doesn't want the girls to not know that house. Yeah. Wow. But it is interesting. Gia seems so, like, kind of, like, gets it. But at the same time, she's like, my my high school graduation party is going to be out here. Like, I would be... I would say let, let's put a ban on any parties.
4: Yeah, let's just, let's not have a high school graduation party. That's Bravo, I think, though.
1: So do you, I mean, we're not going to get into this, but do you watch Atlanta?
4: I try. I, tr- I really see, do. I watch I, I hate I noticed, Eva.
1: See, but those girls, like those ladies, you know, they bring it. Like, I miss they...
4: um, I miss that one, the mortician, the morgue chick, the lawyer that was with oh, Apollo. Or... uh yeah, no, uh, um, Apollo. not portia who i think is funny too but the one that would be like the amazing
1: (laughs) one um she said represent bobby brown yeah um
4: oh my god why can't i remember her name but her but her but her husband went to jail she had this hot husband named apollo who she was his attorney and then he went to jail and then she, she oh god that is awful thank god for the internet
1: Okay, it is uh, no Phaedra Parks.
4: Phaedra, Phaedra, Phaedra. we look like the best. So, God. anyways,
1: we are now in a week where there are four Housewives shows rolling: uh, Atlanta, Orange County, Dallas, and uh, Jersey. Yeah. So there's a lot going and on. And they're right
4: going to do Melbourne. They're going to do Melbourne again, which I liked. And
1: I hear they're actually doing a Real Housewives of Chicago. Hmm. And I hear Tinsley is oh. going over to that one, and that cause Scott lives in Chicago.
4: Oh. I hear that. I miss back Miami, door. man. I loved See, Miami. Always so always really
1: advocated for Miami. I did
4: advocate for it. It was wonderful. It was really cool.
1: Because Larva Pippin was on that, right?
4: Uh she, she Scotty Pippin? She was on a couple, like, she was a friend of a housewife. Oh, okay. But she's also been on um, Beverly well, Hills. Oh, uh, well,
1: no. She, well, oh, she's she? uh, Kardashians a lot.
4: Yeah, Larva
1: Pippin. Larva Pippin, and uh, <laughs> so uh, as we wrap up, is there any any other kind of topic, any other thing that you would like to hit on? Because you know, I would, I mean, I know this has been long already, but and I want you to keep coming back because we actually do have a a treasure trove of personal stories that I think yeah. people would really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. That I know you're going to put on your podcast as well, but I would love to have you back on where we talk about a couple of those because. We do have a very long history together. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, we I mean, do. You've
1: seen me do some real stupid shit.
4: You've seen me do some real stupid I shit.
1: Definitely think so. Yeah, but um, the first time we met, I was name dropping Whoopi Goldberg. Right. Yep. Did you see her on the View today? Really? What did you did you think she held her own against
4: Donald Trump? Jr.? She, she stopped. Did you watch it? Yeah. She stopped the episode early, which I thought was funny. She She's stopped like, the, the episode. Point is helping. She's nothing. like, we're done no, the show was done, and they stopped 10 10 minutes early. The whole thing was a shit show. It was stupid. And I can't believe that Donald Trump allowed his son to go on The View because everybody's so much smarter than him. Like, there was no way he could have.
1: Yeah, but I love that. Yeah, I mean, this
4: But Whoopi Goldberg's hair is silly.
1: Well, you know her white hair is that because she's doing the stand, the Stephen King adaptation. She's oh, climbing.
4: then never mind. I thought yeah. she was going
1: for a look. No, that that's the actual look of oh. the character of the stand. Yeah.
4: Um. So yeah, we'll have four, Ryan will come on. Um, yes, your podcast, my... which
1: is going to debut in December. You guys, it's when called it does,
4: Perpetual Crisis because I'm always in a perpetual crisis.
1: Which is a great name, but I will tell you the date that she picks. I will tell it on a future episode, so yeah. you guys can and go and on it. And then also, where can we find you on the social medias?
4: Oh gosh. Um, on Instagram, I'm Susie Q. I have a little web series called Infinity and Betsy about a life coach and her tweaker uh, pupil. And, and that's, that's on, on YouTube, right? YouTube, and Facebook. And, uh, we have an Instagram page. And, um, you know, I'm just around. If you She just- really
1: is one of the funniest people not even girls that you will meet so actually really i think invest in Susie because she is one of the funnier voices um that i've ever met in my life so
4: oh thanks please
1: please um, likewise ryan show her love okay that's uh i'm getting tipsy
4: yeah are you right on yeah i'm
1: a little t- i didn't eat today yeah.
4: i drank i drink magnesium okay okay well thank you for having me ryan
1: uh, well you're coming back so there's no thank you message.
4: but well thank you thank you uh, thank you just thank you. stop thank you. Thank Oh, okay. Good night. Bye. Bye.
1: Okay, guys. It is now 1.10 a.m. Friday morning. Um, I am close to finishing editing. I'm going to process this, and it's going to be up on the interwebs tomorrow. Please, if you like this, subscribe. Rate us five stars if you could. Uh, I am having a blast. This has been... So so fun beyond my wildest dreams. I feel like I have a purpose in my life. I can say this kind of emotional stuff because I don't think anybody's listening at this point. Um, but this is a blast. If you do have any suggestions for me, please email me at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. Follow us on all the socials. You're gonna hear all that announcement in one Second, And we will be back on Tuesday with a heavily Vanderpump Rules episode with so much stuff. So douchebag of the week this week, just so I can clarify, it is David Bedore. How dare you, David Bador? Please make sure you dress. And that goes for all of us. If we go to the woods, make sure we are clothed. If I can leave you with anything, I will leave you with that. Have a good weekend. Goodbye, Kyle. <laughs> So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Uh, follow us on Twitter at So Bad It's Good 3. Follow us on Insta at So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. And email us at So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. Please rate and review and subscribe and all that good stuff. It really does help. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.
4: Batches.